Test, test. Free Talk Live, Sunday edition. Ryder. And Andrew. And Puke, you're going out of order. Does it matter? Yes. And the we, sh- have, to, and we the, have to know which clockwise direction we're going. And the charade continues. Hey, Puke, charade. how many times have you been on Free Talk Live in this the past is f- five weeks? Five weeks? Probably none. Me neither. Okay. Andrew? Past five weeks? Yeah. Other than this? Right. One or two? You've been on Free Talk Live? Well, last time you were on it, and then I was on right. around that Which time, Which was like too. five weeks ago. Okay, fair Or four weeks ago, maybe. Well, there you go. Last five weeks. Anyway, the point is... Now that is, we got that sorted out. The point is, how's everyone doing? <laughs> there is no point. Good. How was the weekend? I guess. I went and saw this movie. Which movie? Yeah, me too. I don't remember. You were there. Sucker Punch. <laughs> Sucker Punch. Uh, what'd you guys think? Without giving away the thing, obviously, because everyone still has to see it. I still don't know what to think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it. I don't think it was worth the sixteen dollars to see it in IMAX because it wasn't. Movie is? Well, Avatar was because it was three D and stuff. I mean, it, it was a visual feast. It was one of those movies you could watch without sound, and it would still probably be just as entertaining. That's true, and there was lots of TNA. Well, well there wasn't enough, honestly. To me, it seemed like someone like was like walked into the studio and they're like, you know, guys, we really need to make a movie with a bunch of hot girls beating up robots and medieval yeah. things. Hey, How can we possibly do that? And a dragon. And then they yeah, and a dragon. Lord of the Rings was cool, and robots are cool, and chicks killing stuff is cool, and oh, we'll just mash it together. And then they had to figure out some sort of script that would fit. <laughs> that that. Would, yeah, mush them all together. <laughs> anyway, it was entertaining, but it was definitely not high art or anything like I that. I was kind of hoping to see more of Brattleboro. Like, it was supposed to take place in Brattleboro, yeah. but I'm pretty sure it wasn't filmed there. But I kind of hope uh, no, it I'm was. sure not. There were, there were two well, signs they, that said Brattleboro. Yes. They never it. went out of the building, though. True. So Except when they were in Fantasyland. It could have been in Brattleboro the whole time. I think the zombie Nazi sequence was in Brattleboro. <laughs> Probably not. What? I don't... It looked like it, sort of. How could you, you can't tell? T- it was just a bunch of bitches pre- and stuff. I was. I always thought one of the World War One major battles happened in Brattleboro, <laughs> like Battle for Hastings or something. Battle of the Bulge wasn't that in Vermont? <laughs> I don't remember. So I was horrible, horrible at history. So we have to spend the next two what hours. Country do and, I live in? And fifty-two France? minutes talking about articles or something. Articles or something. Anyone have like anything exciting happen in the Unless past? Unless somebody weeks? wants to call in. Well, oh yeah, right. We do have a number six zero three four three five one one zero five. If you're listening live online. Awesome. Or, um, and we apologize. Night. We apologize to anybody listening. I don't apologize for anything. <laughs> and I apologize. Anyway. Uh, I have no regrets. Puke, you have stories? I do. Detroit has stories? I have one. Bomb sits for week weeks at Detroit Federal Building, union official says. A package found <laughs> by a security guard at a federal office building in Detroit sat for three weeks before someone thought to screen it and found that it was a bomb. An official who represents unionized guards said unionized guards said yeah. on Wednesday, what do guards even do? I think they stand just, and stare at stuff. Right. A private contract guard since suspended apparently found the package outside what? Apparently found the package outside in late February, said David Wright, president of the union that represents blah 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 guards. <laughs> the bill the building uh, in downtown Detroit houses offices for the FBI, U.S. Senator Carl Levin of Michigan, and oh, the let's Social care now. Administration. The guard brought the package into the building and put it in the lost and found without having it screened. Okay, so the, some guard found a package and just brought it inside and then brought, <laughs> put it in the lost and found. And this sat until March 18th when someone decided to x-ray the package and found that it might contain a bomb. The guards then notified, uh, blah, 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 the package was moved outside the building where the police bomb squad recovered it. 
So it actually contains some sort of explosive device? It says uh, Detroit police said they recovered a package on Friday from the federal building and detonated it. That doesn't mean there was a bomb in it, though. No, it's probably just like a lunch pail full of really nasty old meat. Well, I don't know. Earlier in the article, it says it turned out to be a bomb, but then apparently the police took it and blew it up. So I don't yeah. know. Hey, did you guys see that video of the like or did, the pony? Did they talk about that on Free Talk Yes, Live? they did, actually. Oh, I don't know. That's too yeah, bad. they found a mechanical pony, like robot pony um, toy somewhere near a school, I think it was. Right. At, I think it was the, like in the middle a, of a cul-de-sac. A dead-end cul-de-sac with like no houses around it or anything. And Wait, either I just got deja just vu or we've talked about this before. We have I'm pretty certain. But Free Talk Live probably has. Yeah. Talked they about talked about it on Free Talk Live. So for all the listeners that actually listen to the show... I haven't even actually Let's listened to the stuff. show for like the past three days, so if we repeat something from the past three days that's new, I'm mm, sorry. Call might. in and interrupt us, I guess. Well, I know my article yeah. hasn't been talked about because I asked Mark last night. <laughs> oh, somebody's doing their homework. On the same vein, bomb wounds man reaching for Sunday paper. <laughs> An explosive- Where are all these bombs coming from? Holy crap. An explosive device hidden I'm inside now afraid. a Everything. newspaper exploded when a... Vacaville, California man picked it up near his doorstep Sunday morning. The wounded man was airlifted to a hospital and residents of a dozen neighboring homes were evacuated. Blah, 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 spokesman said. How wounded was he? Uh, Wounded enough. A burn. It was not immediately known if the victim was targeted or if any other bombs may be hidden at other homes. No other explosive devices have been uh, located, but a bomb squad uh, and federal investigators are combing the neighborhood. So how do you stay tell... tuned to Free Talk Live for further updates? Hang on, that I have will a never, question. Ever occur? Like, how do you tell if your car is like rigged with a bomb when it blows up and you die? Is there a good way to tell? Because I feel like that would be really easy. I'm sure you could hire some sort of drug sniffing dog or have one of those mirror wands, and you could run it around the outside of your car every day. So to be completely safe from any bombs, you would have to either have a bomb sniffing dog with you at all times. Or have Probably. Just a, mirror, a mirror wand? No, there's way too many places just, you can hide a bomb in a car. Yeah. If they, the if they hit it well enough, you'd be SOL. If you had a mirror wand, you could also like walk by like people with skirts on. Anyway. Yes, you could. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's getting a look from our producer. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, Puke. Hey. You have your uh, Hello. story brought up or at no. least tease it? Come Which on. story? I don't know. I had three of them that I was talking to you about, and now you're just randomly... Which one? Which one know. do you want? What nope. do you want, man? Nobody's calling in. So how about the one okay. with the uh, uh, aggravation? Because I'm getting pretty aggravated right oh, now. Alrighty. Oh, that, that does sort of tie in. According to this article that I found on, uh, what is it, io9.com, We Come From The Future. It's a sort of science fiction website. io9.com? P- yeah. It's a blog, but about science fiction and sciencey stuff. Okay, continue. Hoo ha! Moving along. Uh, do people become more aggressive when they are forced to bottle up their emotions? It seems like a simple enough question, but psychologists decided to find out in the most sadistic way possible with a little help from Monty Python. Researchers at the University of Texas and the University of Minnesota wanted to figure out how long hours. Okay. If you keep eating my what? goldfish, what? and I have to continue suppressing... I need goldfish. Okay, continuing the story. Uh, stressful situations can affect people's aggression, particularly when they are forced to hide their emotions. A common situation faced by people in the military and law enforcement. Dun-dun-dun. And in the name 
of this very important line of research, they came up with one of the wackiest experimental designs I've ever come across, says the uh, writer of this here article. The test subjects were split into two groups. Half were allowed to sleep, while the other half were required to stay away for 24 straight hours. Stay awake. It says away, so I would assume that should be awake. Oh, that's okay. a horrible Well, they're required time. to yeah. stay away. All right. Either they were required to stay away, they're like, you know, piss off. Don't come back for two days or one whole day. But it should be stay awake because the other people are allowed to sleep. That would make more sense. <laughs> what One group is allowed to eat while the other group has to do jumping jack. I don't Indubitably. know. Indubitably. Completely two opposite things. Anyway. So on to the study. Then they were made to watch one of two notoriously disgusting scenes. The Mr. Creosote sketch from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life and the public toilet scene in Trainspotting. Some of the subjects. I don't subjects, know what either of those are. Are you serious? I'm serious. Are they movies? I hate you all. I feel like Nick. Some right now. of the subjects were asked to. Uh, <clears throat> there's another typo. Some of the subjects were asked to completely control their emotions while watching these scenes, while others were allowed to react normally. Now, the scene in Trainspotting, I'm not terribly familiar with, though. Though I have seen that film, but the the scene they're talking about from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life is you have to picture. Well, you could just go look it up. It's Mr. Creosote sketch, but it's a. Uh, incredibly large man who is essentially eats himself until he explodes and it's fantastic that's disgusting 603 it's six, great stop 603-435-1105 call in if you're listening live all right we'll be back after the again we apologize theory. Free Talk Live, 603-435-1105. Call in live, I guess, if you're listening to the Sunday show. It is Ryder in the first seat. And Andrew. Pew! And uh, after a little stumble uh, out of the blocks, we're going to continue. <laughs> oh, that's right. Puke, we had an article going where uh, something about a bunch of people were forced to stay awake, a bunch of people were forced to stay asleep. Or, and watch a video, of and a then fat they were both watched. They were yeah, both told to that, watch videos that were supposed to. Were they supposed to disgust so, them or enrage them or what? Was yes. It? Well, the the study is to determine. Um, well, I guess it's not really. We haven't got to that part yet. But anyway, it's an emotional study, um, based on how people, if they control their emotions or like don't out. What do you call them? Like actually show their emotions release. if they're released for the yeah. yeah if they're required to hold in their emotions they can sometimes go even more crazy so anyway we had just gotten to the part where they had to watch either monty python's meaning of life uh scene with mr creosote or the diarrhea scene from train spotting mm. some of the subjects were asked to completely control their emotions while watching these scenes while others were allowed to react normally once all this was done the subjects were taken to a computer where they were told they could blast an online opponent with noise as part of a competition. What? Yeah. They could wait. They could blast an online opponent with noise. Yeah, basically. Does it explain more with that. Essentially, they were they were told there's somebody on the other end of this computer, and you can but like how are they torture opponent? them. What are they an opponent with, of? <laughs> there's an article I'm in the midst of reading that will explain all, all of your questions. Can you blast them with noise by speaking, or are you supposed to like click the button that blasts them with noise? There were no details provided in the article I'm reading. <laughs> Moving along. I don't know. It's just, that's what it says. That makes no you sense. You guys just heard what I heard. It makes no sense. I can blast yes. my opponent with noise? But listen, so 
in parenthesis in the article, yes, this is a very weird idea for a competition, online or otherwise, but let's just try to look past this. See, so even the writer of the article is like, what the hell? Of course, the competition was all a fake, and there was no one on the receiving end of these sound blasts, but the test subjects didn't know that. There was a clear difference between the two groups, as one set of people... Uh, who I just lost my spot. Oh, as one set of people set the volume at an average of six or seven out of ten, while the other group only went with four to five. But here's what's interesting: the more aggressive group had absolutely nothing to do with who was sleep deprived, and everything to do with whether they had had to control their emotions while watching the disgusting scenes. Letting out your emotions naturally can actually be more important than a good night's sleep, at least when it comes to aggression. This fits in well with what the scientists call the ego depletion effect, which suggests people who have to bottle up their emotions are the most likely to lash out later. Co-author, well, that's really hard to say when it's co-author Arthur Markman notes. (laughs) That guy needs to change his name. Our research suggests people may become more aggressive after they have to control themselves. Whatever psychological mechanisms are at work when people deal with stress and then have to exercise self-control later are not the same thing that happens when you're tired. You can see the infamous Mr. Creosote sketch up above, but do us all a favor. If you're going to watch it, let yourself react naturally to it, particularly if you plan on commenting or being around small children or pets later on. Okay, so the point is cops beat people because they have to bottle their emotions up? Maybe not just cops, but yeah, that could be it if you're... If you're in a job all day where you're supposed to control your emotions and you're dealing with a-holes or something, maybe you're more likely to then become aggressive at some point and just snap. So cops should hit everyone a little bit. Yeah, they should waiting. just be complete a-holes it just a little like bit. It sounds like the laws of blue balls apply on to, to an emotional level also. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it's just one little study. I just thought it was interesting because what do they have? Like primal screen therapy or some crap where you're supposed to punch a pillow or something and... Let out your emotions, you know, from hippie 70s stuff. Sometimes I'll yell in the lab, try and stay awake while I'm driving. That's interesting. I don't know, that's like a shot of adrenaline. Could, yeah, it could. Just, it might work. So if... Like I people want, singing? Do they do that when they yeah, drive? I wonder if the loudly. people who let out their audio blasts at their fake opponents felt relieved after doing that or not. I don't know. They didn't, I guess they didn't study that. Because I think some people can take out aggression by logging into a video game and shooting zombies in the face for two hours. Even though you're not really doing anything, yeah, it's sort of a psychological. Well, that, that is a, a, a form of like releasing stress and aggression, but not on an actual person. Hmm. I mean, I do that with first-person shooter games sometimes. It is a good release of stress because it's, you know, it, you get your adrenaline going, and you, you know, it's something, and you can shoot people in the face, but they're not real. Puke. What gets you upset enough that you have to shoot people in the face? Nick, I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't know. Many things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a specific thing that gets me aggravated. There's a lot of stuff. All right. Andrew? Me? Oh, um, just stupid people. People who suck at their jobs. Oh, yeah, that's what about bad it's amazing drivers? how many people suck at their jobs. Oh, you know what gets me angry? No. Is why don't um, energy drinks come in resealable bottles? I mean, sometimes Monster Energy Drink has cans that are resealable. Right. But why don't they just put them in, in plastic bottles like other soda drinks? I don't know. I don't like know. Red Bull and stuff, you can't find them. I and I think it's because if you, well, it might not taste or smell great, but it's... Andrew just took a smell of it and then made a face at everyone in the studio. <laughs> it's 
that's good. That's good, though. Now, wait. We just read a study where you're supposed to do that. Let your emotions out, man. <laughs> don't hold them in. Don't. Should I just puke all over puke? But anyway, oh. Monster Energy Drink looks like urine if it's in a bottle, so I think that's why. And it why. smells worse. That's true. Don't. But like, it tastes better. Don't like mm. some of the hippies around here uh, advocate that. <laughs> advocate that. What's that? Non-aggressive communication or whatever? Oh, no, no, no. I've heard about this. Um, but, Stephanie talks about it. Right. Stephanie... I don't know. Someone talks about it. I'm not. Oh, where you're supposed names. to not not have any emotions. Nonviolent communication. Nonviolent. Wait, wouldn't that be bottling up your emotions? Nathaniel more than Brandon. Like, Possibly. I have to calm myself so. down and speak to you directly. Rather yeah. Than see, I can't do that. I have curse words cheeks. and yelling. Because otherwise, I'll just have to bottle it up, and eventually, I'll choke a baby. <laughs> what? Or something. I've seen him do it. If there's one around, <laughs> test me. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, what Nick, we... you're fired. <laughs> I was thinking. Can I do that? I'm fired? Yeah. Sure, if you want to take over awesome. the rest of the show, I am completely go okay with that. I will go All right, home. you're unfired. All right. Oh. <laughs> All right. But that's the end of the article, so, hey. The flash? You know, let your emotions out, but don't become an a-hole. Just, if need be, you know, spit in someone's face, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we'll add some videos up, but the flash plugin has crashed on this browser, oh, no. so I can't do that. Flash is the devil. Can't have anything nice around you. I totally recommend, though, if you've never seen Monty Python's Meaning of Life... Or at least the Mr. Creosote sketch. You should text it. Uh, I just watched Mr. Check Creosote. That out. It's good times. He looks like a giant ball sack. Would you like a wafer? Anyway. You don't me... get that because you didn't make it to the end of the article no, or video. No, so. I was trying to read the French subtitles. Ramen is about Ooh, to a video. Let's watch. years in prison for beating up his girlfriend. Let's talk over it. But she never had to testify. You can comment. Because Rahman's own words from jail helped put him away. Whatever you do, do not tell the district attorney that we've been talking I know, baby. He repeatedly called her from jail despite a court order forbidding any contact. He wanted her to clam up. What kind of a moron thinks that stuff's not recorded? Yeah, who doesn't know that's not recorded? It won't pause, you guys. <laughs> I'm clicking pause. <laughs> Nick, you're fired. Nick's frantically clicking the mouse. It won't pause. Well, anyway. Luckily, I have a mute button on the board. You're fired for the duration of the commercial. The point is, they're saying that uh, people's recalls from jail to their girlfriends that they beat up are using them to... Anyway, there's really no point to the story. I just thought it was interesting, and we can talk about it if you want. 603-435-1105, though. If you call in, I'll answer the phone. Talk to you after the break. Yay! Ryder in the Free Talk Live studio. And Andrew. Yeah, and Pioke. And we are back from a break, obviously. <laughs> yeah, for Six. all you idiots that can't figure it out. Six obviously. If you're listening live, 603-435-1105. That's me letting out my aggression. Yeah, let's air. just totally alienate our five listeners <laughs> by calling them idiots. Guys, why will this video play? I don't know, because you don't know. suck at Because it's game. a radio show and... And God knows that you shouldn't be watching videos and playing them on the radio. Anyway, I think the video Nick's trying to play is about the man who's out for justice, Steven Seagal. Uh, oh, yeah. is he? And his latest action movie, Cock Killer. Anyway, <laughs> Steven Seagal has teamed up with our favorite sheriff, Joe Arpaio, from Maricopa County in Arizona. Ugh, and gross. they used what some people would call excessive force in a, a situation regarding cockfighting. Uh, the article I have here, which is from the TucsonCitizen.com, 
Uh, you know you're a washed-up has-been when you need to ride in the tank to save some chickens. <laughs> Did he have frilly thingies on his jacket? I don't know. Uh, there's no he has video. to. He there's always no has frilly. But no. he was filming it for his uh, new reality show called uh, Steven Seagal Lawman. Steven Seagal has a reality show? Doesn't Joe Arpaio have a reality show, too? Maybe. I don't know. But Steven Seagal also is like teaming up with, I don't know, with who, Arpaio. First of all, who's Steven Seagal? Who is Steven? <laughs> I hate you so much right now. I don't, <laughs> Nick, you're fired. Look, him, Go to IMDb or YouTube or something and look him up. And so he's an actor? Out. Yes. Okay. You've never like seen the martial arts actor from the 80s and 90s and he's old These and washed up. And Levine, oh, he's just going to play. To the three blasts that rocked this neighborhood almost two weeks ago. Definitely overkill. Um, absolute overkill. Deborah Ross says after calling 911, she went outside and found a nearby home had its windows blown out. It was crawling with dozens of SWAT members in full gear, Doesn't armored like vehicles, overkill. a bomb robot, and more. <laughs> when the tank came in, and I didn't know we had a tank, so when the <laughs> tank comes in and push, pushes the wall over, and and then you you see what's in there, and all it is is. A bunch of chickens. A bunch of chickens and roosters, or gamecocks. In a massive show of force, Maricopa County sheriffs executed a search warrant and arrested the homeowner, Jesus Yovera, for suspected... So, okay, so she's saying a tank came in? There was, okay, basically, there was a man suspected of cockfighting. All right. They had no suspicion that he was armed. He suspected of facilitating Organizing cockfighting. cockfights. Right. He wasn't in there cockfighting. He wasn't cockfighting at the time. Apparently, he was sleeping. Right, but he probably wasn't. In, the, in general, in. he probably wasn't cockfighting. He was probably organizing cockfight. Right? Whatever. He was probably involved with cockfighting in one way or another. Sure. Anyway, so Arpaio <laughs> and Steven Seagal felt it was necessary to bring in a SWAT team, a bunch of armored vehicles, a bomb thing, and a tank. Why is Steven Seagal involved? Because he, no one watches his movies anymore, so he has to do. He wants to be to a cop now. Oh, it's like a publicity stunt yeah, for his it's horrible show. So is he like, is he uh He's a former action movie star. Okay, well that's not what I was, is he? Yeah, Under Siege, 1992. Now does he have Under the authority two. of an, a sheriff? Has someone given him the authority of a sheriff? I Apparently. No. Okay. All the caption says under his picture here is Steven Seagal, lawman and defender of the cock. Hmm. Cockfighting. He was alone in the house, <laughs> sleeping and unarmed. I think taxpayers need to be shocked. Robert Campos is Yovera's. It's too bad That's the taxpayers right. can't do anything about it because when, you know, all they can do is complain, and all these men with guns that are allowed to use them however they want are just gonna be like, yeah, whatever. Well, the point is the tank was already bought. Apparently, I don't think they went out and bought a tank for this. So one of my producers from Facebook has said that he is a sheriff. How many producers on Facebook do you have <laughs> right now? Just one. All right. I can get more if you want. He believes the operation <laughs> cost tens of thousands of dollars. He says there was no probable cause his client was armed or dangerous and believes this entire scene was basically a stage to help actor Steven Seagal's TV show, Lawman. Seagal was riding in the tank. And apparently uh, the sheriff's department has entered into a contract with Mr. Seagal and uh, part of that contract gives Mr. Seagal carte blanche uh, to go along with the sheriff uh, as he uh, arrests people. 115 birds were euthanized on the spot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. They were, there's a tank rolling through a chicken coop. What do you think is going to happen to the chickens? Oh, so they are quote-unquote euthanized, euthanized yeah. on Those the spot. Those were the animals the tank was there to protect. They were, they were ground into jelly by this tank. <laughs> and Yeah, you know. Here we are to save the birds and the animal cruelty. And oh, okay, well, problem solved there. <laughs> this is the this is the biggest crime they can find in the area. So they throw Steven Seagal in a tank and uh, start rolling over <laughs> Roll chickens. Roll through a security fence. Yeah. Now I have a question: 
you may not know who I'm speaking of because you don't know. Apparently, Apparently he I has never things. seen movies. Um, <laughs> now, would the same thing happen if this were Chuck Norris? I know Do you who think Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris would roll in Oh, tank? he wouldn't need a tank. He could have just thrown right. his beard at them and killed them all. That's Chuck true. Norris is a good Christian man. Is Dollars he? and damages what? were made to the property. <laughs> Yovera was convicted of a misdemeanor last year of attending a cockfight and has no history of owning weapons. Yet MCSO says they had reason to believe Yovera may be armed. We're going to, uh, again, err on the, on the side of caution. Uh, we're going to make sure that we have the appropriate amount of force in case we do run into anything. Appropriate amount of force. Nine years, and there was more force used than this than I've seen in some big drug busts. Yeah, this guy wasn't working for Al-Qaeda or something. Puke, obviously, Hi, you don't care about chickens me. if you're not willing to roll a tank in. All I know is they're delicious. <laughs> and you shouldn't be fighting them. You should be killing well, them and eating them. You can't eat them. them when they're smashed. An important I don't know. You might be able to. Governor Mike Huckabee. On to the next My video. To secure the border. This is Mike words. Huckabee. Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real Mike Huckabee commercial. Are you serious? Because if it is, it's the greatest campaign commercial ever. Mike Huckabee's a lifelong hunter who'll protect our Second Amendment rights. There's no chin behind Chuck Norris's beard, only another fist. Mike Huckabee wants Everyone's to put the eye Wait, this has to be real, right? When Chuck sure Norris does a push up, hang on, let me skip to the end. <laughs> I'm just so happy that you know who Chuck Norris is. Yeah, at least he knows who one actor is of some sort. I was trying to find okay. his uh, commercial where he, uh, I don't know, he. Uh, disapproves of abortion or whatever, and he has like a big, big Mike Huckabee. He's a big good Christian. And anyway, yeah, Huckabee. That's sucks. a sidetrack. Keep along. talking about the chickens. What? Is there any more about the chickens? I don't. Don't look at me. I wasn't the man with the chicken story. Any more about the cock fighting? Um, basically, I wonder if if uh, Steven Seagal is going to go around getting in more tanks to uh, bust more evil criminals. Probably. This will only cover one episode. I know. Yeah, what's his next episode? Joe Arpaio of it's, all people. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like. Well, we can't find anyone, so they're gonna have the tank going down the highway, spe- pulling over speeders. The next episode, they're gonna bust up like just a child porn ring, and they're just gonna mutilate fifteen thousand kids in the midst of it. And they're gonna like run through a school. Well, they have to. Protect they're gonna run children. through a school breaking up a porn ring or something. Well, the, I assume that the ring. next to you know ramp it up. The next thing will be to save children, and in the midst of saving the children, they will kill all the children, and thus save them. Less freeing them. Yes. I think, well, obviously that's what they did to the chickens. I think that's uh, that's their MO. The chickens are now free. They don't have to suffer anymore. That's true. Because they're they dead. Make an omelet so you can't make That's all that Michael Vick wanted to do. What was with that guy? He the killed. Chicken there, joke. Wait, what was this story? He killed like, um, <laughs> do you remember that story? He killed like a hundred dogs or something. Oh, no, that, that one. horrible. Yeah. But. I don't know what you're talking about. But when you think about it, didn't he, he was like accused of euthanizing a bunch of dogs and throwing them into a mass grave, but all he was doing was just killing dogs, just like any shelter would do, right? Yeah, but I we, mean, only he talk about, we can talk about killing chickens, but not dogs. That's sad. Chickens no, aren't sad. It just, remind, <laughs> it just reminded me of that. Anyway, I can't find it. Oh, man kills 100 dogs inhumanely. Anyway. You know, you keep playing videos and no one can see them, right? <laughs> You know no, nobody can see these. Everyone yeah. can see them. <laughs> but you Nick see can them? see them, so who cares? Yeah. It's in your mind's eye. <laughs> Close your uh, eyes. Speaking of killing imagine. things, uh, apparently seven civilians were killed in Afghanistan the other day, which takes the total in Afghanistan to 2,777 estimated civilians killed. Oh, now, that was just last year. How were these seven killed? Uh, apparently there were some NATO, NATO helicopters, whatever that means. I don't know. Maybe they're American. Maybe they're French. 
but they apparently were firing on two vehicles believed to be carrying Taliban fighters. They're referred to as Freedom Helicopters. So that's, they were, that's a good point. You're right. Were they wrong about the vehicles? Were they actually civilian vehicles? Well, apparently, if there were a bunch of civilians that died, uh, I, I would have to read the rest of the article to find out where they were. But All that's what happens in a war zone. Call in with your article, 603-435-1105. Be back after the break. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Welcome back to Free Talk Live. This is your co-host, Andrew. Ryder's in the studio. Somebody else is in the studio. And there's a fourth person, but not on the microphone. There are several people in the studio (laughs) audience. (laughs) So call in uh, 603-435-1105. Pan the audience. Hey, when I used to go to court, they would always say, like, no panning the audience. Right. Ian got got prevented from panning in uh, Superior Court last week. He was prevented from panning the jury or something? Or the uh, whole I audience? No, exactly. I wasn't there. I was at work. Oh, I wasn't there either. I heard him talk about it. Duke? No. He was at work too. What? All right, good. We Everyone was at <laughs> work. We don't attend things. So we have no idea what happened. Uh, anyway. So All I know is that people weren't allowed to pan their camera still. You guys heard of that backward masking? Uh, What? I am completely out of things to talk about, so this is what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> Next, playing more videos Oops. you can't see. No, I can't. I still have an article about a 15,000-year-old campsite right, in Texas. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that. 15,000-year-old campsite. 15,000-year-old. I'm sorry, but the Earth is only 6,000 years old, yep. but we'll continue. <laughs> now we have found oh, the controversy of the Christians. show. 15,000 years ago, humans camped in a lush Texas valley, leaving thousands of artifacts behind, from tools to face paint. This could be definitive proof that ancient people arrived in America by boat, not by walking the Bering Strait. Dun-dun-dun. Now, and, to gauge this, what, what's the oldest recorded boating society that we know of? Columbus? Uh, no, it was actually the, um, oh, what the hell, the Vikings. They believe that the, actually the Vikings and, uh, I, I guess that's what they're called. They, they actually made, made it to Greenland and then to Newfoundland prior to Christopher Columbus. So there were actually Euro- European peoples. That that made it, I don't know, how many thousands, couple thousand years before Columbus? I used to know a lot about Vikings, but it's been a long time since I've learned it, and I forgot all of it, except that I did watch a movie called Eric the Viking starring Tim Robbins. It was Six, kind of funny. 603-435-1105 if you know about Vikings. Yeah. The movie Thor comes up pretty soon. Maybe that will give us all oh, our answers. Oh, wow. Anthropologist a, Michael Waters. What, and Col- Thor? He's like a guy, right? Book. Yeah. They made a comic book about him, too, I Are guess. Are they just trying to give him more attention? Because it's never like... Oh, Thor is the is the big thing. Yeah, he totally went out of favor several thousand years ago. Such a shame. Anywho, detailing the almost 16,000 artifacts they found near Buttermilk Creek. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Can you imagine if there was an entire creek just filled with buttermilk and dead flies? But anyway, outside the Austin area, 
Their discovery will change everything you thought you knew about how people arrived in the Americas. Uh, moving along. These articles are not written to be able to be read easily. Is it like a big ad? Between yeah, them? it's very annoying. <laughs> What's remarkable, remarkable is that this places human occupation of America over 2,000 years earlier than previously believed. And apparently, these early settlers loved the Buttermilk Creek area. Probably because there's a freaking creek filled with buttermilk just flowing through. Yeah, then we came in and took their jobs. Yeah. So the people... <laughs> I, I don't think they the, called it that. When the they boaters came over and they're like, ooh, a buttermilk creek. Yeah, they had all this coffee and they were like, we've got nothing to put in it. What do we do? And over there in Texas, this is buttermilk where we, creek thing. This is where we shall base camp. <laughs> yeah. They had all sorts of delicious creamy goodness. Let's see here. And thousands of years later, they brought slaves in from Africa to get them sugar for their coffee. <laughs> yes. That's how it works. I didn't write history. It seemed <laughs> that the Buttermilk Creek area was a place that people came back to continually. It's as if when that site was discovered or that valley was found, that people kept coming back for over 15,000 years. So says the scientist. The artifacts Waters found, which he and his colleagues call the Buttermilk Complex, were most... That, that name is just... Uh, I just... I want to eat something now. Delicious. Reminds me of Super Mario Brothers, but it was, I think it was Butterbridge. Oh. Not Buttermilk. You shouldn't name things after food that isn't. Let's see here. But anyway, uh, his colleagues called the Buttermilk Complex uh, were mostly made from white chert, a popular stone for tools, because like onyx, it can be flaked into very sharp knife edges. That's actually called napping. Napping a blade. Yesterday, at a press conference, Waters explained that the Buttermilk tool set included weapons plus tools for preparing hide and shaping bone and wood. From that, we can extrapolate that these people had a developed textile culture. So what Wait, What are you shaping bone for? To make spears? spears? And oh, okay. Spoons and stuff? Okay. Whatever. I thought it was like some kind of medical procedure. I don't think they take their bone out, no. like shape it, and then put yeah, it back yeah. in. <laughs> Not the bones in the people, the bones of delicious buttermilk animals that you kill. bones of people. And then... Well, it could be, but now what are they using? They would say, be dead already. What are they using to say this was fifteen thousand years ago? Or are they just saying we found a bunch of tools? Moving along, yeah, we need some more. Facts I don't know about the article. Land. The article hasn't said yet, but I assume it probably has something to do with carbon dating or some hoo ha. I don't know. You can't. Okay, Let's I guess here. you could carbon date bones. Yeah, their toolkit was also small enough to be packed up and carried, which confirms that the campers were probably nomadic, returning to the Buttermilk Creek on a seasonal basis, usually once they had run out of buttermilk. The researchers used a new what? dating technique called optically stimulated luminescence to date the sands around the artifacts and are certain that they date to roughly 15,000 years ago. So there's your answer, Nick. So they use optically stimulated luminescence. All right. Look it up. Wikipedia has all of your answers. How did they get to America, says the article. Many anthropologists believe that the first people in the Americas came over the Bering Strait roughly 13,000 years ago at a time when there was a breach in the ice sheets that would have permitted passage. According to this account, these people came from northern Asia and brought Clovis technology with them. Now that was... Which included sophisticated arrowheads, among other things. Now I've made it to the end of a sentence, and you may talk. That was in Alaska, right? (laughs) Yes, the Bering Strait is in Alaska. And this buttermilk is in Texas? Texas. So that's a long ways away. I mean... Yeah, that's because the the buttermilk people... How did they walk from Alaska to... They didn't walk. The buttermilk people... The buttermilk people... They suspect boated there. Oh, right. But, but how when did the other people? Well, they didn't come in like a day. They weren't like, oh. do, 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 let's go to South America from Russia. This was over a period of generations of people 
uh, migrating nomadically. I guess that makes sense. Yes, it does. The only thing I know about migration is in that one movie where they all have to run out west and like stake their land. Claim jumpers? I don't know. They just run. I believe I've seen that film. That was the uh, the what land rush of the Oklahoma. There's probably been more 1800s. than one movie about probably. migration west. It's possible. Five went west. Anyway, I just want to know more about this crazy Clovis technology. Now it seems that people came much earlier and developed the Clovis technology once they arrived in the regions we now call North and South America. Waters told reporters, this is almost like a baseball bat to the side of the head to the archaeological community to wake up and say, hey, there are pre-Clovis people here and we need to develop a new model for peopling of the Americas. So what you have is anthropologists and archaeologists fighting to the death over whether or not this is a true story. Well, it's certainly interesting. That may or may not be true. They should just enter a boxing ring. Whoever wins the <laughs> boxing match is the truth. I hear archaeologists are violent, violent people. That, yeah, you ever seen um, Tomb Raider? Yeah. I've or, watched Nick play the game before. Seen it? Or, I've played several Who was that guy with it. a whip? I watched you play it. He had, a, he had a big whip and a hat. Anyway, you were asking a question or something, Nick, before you were fiddling with knobs. I was saying that we see like 1492, Columbus is landing here as ancient history almost. Not quite, but it's like back mm-hmm. then everything was so primitive. But to imagine, say, 5,000, 10,000 years before that, uh-huh. you could have been living on the same you amount of... You can't imagine 5,000, 10,000 years before that according to your people. Of course not. Yeah, which is why it's difficult to imagine because you have no basis of context. The point, did they mention... I wasn't listening very well. Did they mention any <laughs> shelters... That they Not found? yet. They just all well. All they found is well. If they're nomadic people, they probably just had tents or something. Or tents that they, they got from a Target. Skins. They use skins. And then they made the so they set the tent up, and then they're like, "All right, we're uh-huh. kind of nomad." And they're like, "Here we are with this creek flowing with buttermilk, and they're filling their coffee and making delicious pastries." And then when that stuff runs out, they move along in winter, follow the buffalo or something. Haven't you ever seen Gone with the No uh, Dances, Dances with, with wolves. wolves? Not Gone with the Wind. Damn you. <laughs> No, I remember that one book uh, where the kid runs away from his dad or something and lives on the other side of the, it's like a far side of the mountain and he hollows out this tree and lives in that and he gets a pet falcon. What? The I, whole movie is that? No. Footloose. <laughs> the far side of the mountain is the movie. Mountain. <laughs> People make fun of the way uh, I say New mountain. Hampshire folk. So anyway, here's the new model. That uh, the new theory is anyway that uh, most likely North Asian people came to the Americas in boats, just the way their ancestors got to Australia fifty thousand years ago. And uh, back to the scientist dude, fifteen thousand five hundred years ago, the ice-free corridor was closed in the Bering Strait. The two ice sheets were merged, so this lends indirect credence to the idea that people came along the coast and entered the Americas. If that's the case, then perhaps people came up the Columbia River in Washington. Because that would have been the first major entry into the continent, and we should start looking for early sites there. Indeed, there is a site in Oregon with just a few artifacts that could be part of the buttermilk complex. So that'd be a big complex. I think I know what was. happened. They had that Pangea, right? All the continents stuck together into one okay, big circle. Okay, now, yes. now you're into billions of years no, prior to humanity. No, this is what happened. It was all <laughs> stuck together, and then when it broke off, everyone was already on their land, and it just floated away. Awesome. Even God for United humans States, didn't end of story. <laughs> it's Satan formed Australia and the rest of the countries. Pretty certain. Yeah, it's all okay. right. We'll be Final back after so. the hour break. 603-435-1105. Call in live Sunday night. Rider. Well, who's smoke-
Free Talk Live Sundays, opening hour number two with a bang. It's Ryder in the studio. It's Puke in the studio. And Andrew. And so, nuclear power. Puke, what's your opinion? I'm for it. Nick? For it? I'm for it. How, why are you for are it? Are you against it? <laughs> why are you for that nuclear is, power? Because that is the way in old-timey Western stories we say we're for it. And in old-timey Western, Western stories, they had nuclear plants around yes. every corner? Oh, well, I guess I'm for it because it's the most abundant and... When you actually like calculate all of it, it's the cleanest and best way to produce. But why would you? Why would you drink that if you don't like it? See, here's my stay away from my here's monster my energy problem. Drink, I don't like talking about anything I don't know about. Oh, just, but you can still be I opinionated. That, actually, just keep I, talking about actually, this. I do that all the time. People on the radio but, don't know anything about anything; they just talk. There, there's a nuke plant nearby here in Vernon, Vermont. Right. Yes. But nuclear power is one of those things where I'm like, eh, I haven't really done the research. In theory, I think it's a good idea. It has a pretty safe track record, as a, I mean, with the exception of the two times that right. things have blown How up. How many people killed. have died in coal mines? I was just going to ask that because I know what that's you're actually yeah, a see. point. That and I how many people of. have died, you know, from air pollution because of that? You know, n- nuclear power plants are sort of like airline crashes. They're really spectacular, and the news loves to report on them, and everybody's whoa scared of it. But yet, there've really been no major accidents um, when it comes to nuclear power plants. Right. You know, there's there's like Three Mile Island in where was that New Jersey or whatever, that, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. It didn't have any real consequences. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of radiation leakage. There's the crap in Chernobyl, which was caused by the government being in, being idiots, and they actually tried to melt it down, and they succeeded. And then there's the what? That is Chernobyl. a weird claim. They tried to melt it down? Yeah, they were actually trying to see, like, they were testing to see if their fail-safes worked or something like that. What? Yeah, they were purposefully doing something to that effect, and then it... 603, it, yeah, what's melted the down. 435-1105, call in if you know about Chernobyl, because I have never heard that they were... Perp- they were like, this is like me having a backup of my computer, and like, let's see if my backup works, I'm and I punch told- the hard drive out. Yeah, I'm that's being told that sort of all the one first, second, or one, two, three, and fourth gen reactors need to be decommissioned. I don't know why though. That- oh well, I, I have an answer for that. Okay, go. So the other the other crazy thing that the hippies have jumped on now is the whole uh, Japan problem. Which yeah, that sucks. They di- they are having some serious problems with their nuke plants going to hell. But that's because they were designed to survive an eight point earthquake. And here we have like once a in a blue moon 7. a nine. I think, I think you're wrong. Nine, I think whatever. you're wrong again. The earthquake did not knock out the nuclear plant. The n- nuclear plant survived the earthquake. Oh, it was the, the tsunami. tsunami and the subsequent flooding and power outages right. that actually caused the. But anyway, power it's plant it's sort of a freak accident, you know, like when a when an airline crashes. Like sometimes it just happens, but statistically, it's the safest form of travel and it's the safest and most abundant form of energy so what sort of waste does it put out like what sort of pollutants does it put out nuke plants right well there's contaminated water and there's all the radiation i mean there is some radioactive material that they have to get rid of like waste but it's compared to the the lives lost and the pollution created when you have natural gas and coal hydroelectric all of those things are incredibly dangerous and pollutant and if you want to have a, a world where everything runs on electricity, like electric cars, you're going to have to have massively av- abundant nuclear power plants. Why are you standing? Or something else magical. Because I'm better than the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That way he gets to look down on us. What if we all stood? What then? I need to tilt my head up so I can look down my nose further at all. Oh, of I you. see. Anyway, um, so if you think, <laughs> if you do, you think that if commercial airlines were just building speed now rather than having operated for the past forty years or whatever, that people would be having a debate now about the safety of airlines? I like don't. They're having well, a if you go fifty miles an hour, your skin melts. Yeah, I am so scared of planes, stuff. you guys. Yeah, they used to. They did. The fact is, nuclear power plants have been around since the 50s or 60s, and since the 70s in America, um, I believe that they have not been allowed to actually build new power plants. So all the all the nuclear power plants in America are old and decrepit because they haven't been allowed to rebuild them or or build new ones. Because in Japan, they have like 80-some nuclear power plants, and they're all the latest technology. They're all very safe, and they provide a buttload of power for what is honestly very little risk. Okay, I'm being My told opinion. in Chernobyl they were testing to see if they could run on low power and they wanted to shut it off to let the turbines spin on their own or to see if they could spin on their own. And, uh, yeah. And the answer was no. So now, right. if you're going to do something <laughs> like that, though. pumps failed. Yeah, but wouldn't it make sense that they ha- must have had some sort of failed plan that if it wasn't going to work, here's what we're going to do to not cause catastrophe. But apparently... Funny thing didn't. about communism is... I don't know. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? They 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 screwed hippies, up. With... Like anyone else who disagrees with you? All yes. Right. <laughs> yes, they are. I do have a caller. Dirty line commie. Three. Oh, is it matter what line it is? Right? I'm not even it's sure. The only... it's right. Let's see if it works. <laughs> caller, are you on? Yep. Hello, caller. <laughs> what's what's your thought on nuclear power plants? Uh, I was actually going to talk about Chernobyl. All right, go ahead. Well, first of all, what's your name, caller? This is Carolyn. Okay. Where are you calling from, Carolyn? You sound familiar. Uh, studio. Oh. A little bit of an echo. Oh, right. She's right there next inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Okay. So they were supposed to be testing uh, for doing a safety test at Chernobyl, but they didn't follow the protocol, but they didn't realize that the way that they did it differently was going to be a problem because they were misinformed about the risks involved and about how things actually worked. Because basically hmm. information was held from them, withheld from them, because people figured, oh, they don't need to know anything. They're like... Oh, so the, the, the communists in charge, the bureaucrats, were essentially trying to protect their information. They didn't want their their lowly minions to know all the stuff and then possibly rise in the ranks. You know, something like well, that, maybe. It wasn't even... Um, it didn't even seem to be information that was, like, important to keep from them. It was more like, we don't want them to know that there are risks involved because we want everybody to believe that this is perfectly safe and there's nothing that we need to worry about. Ah. Well, why would they want anyone to, to know the risks involved? Then people might not work there. But it's pretty much like, you don't need to know the why of or the how of things work, the way things work. It's more, uh, just do what we tell you exactly the way we tell you, and then there won't be any problems. And that has a... So, but that hasn't changed any uh, in the last 30 years as far as maybe not to this extent, but you see all over the place. Uh, management is just telling their workers on a need-to-know basis what they should do. So is this a good reason to have some sort of laws in place that require workers to or employers to um, reveal risks? Like what? where does the extent go when you tell someone how much risk they're going to be in at a job? And what should be what should be... Uh, being able to be sued over, I guess, is the question. Well, an an employee should know all the risks. That way they can make the informed decision whether or not they want to work there. 
all the risks. So yeah. if you get hired, you need to know what the chances are of the ceiling falling in on you. What are the chances of you inhaling secondhand smoke? What are the chances of... Okay, obviously those are retarded, so oh, you shouldn't expect those. And obviously <laughs> I'm retarded. Caller, anything uh, else? Uh, well, it, it also it didn't even seem like it was specifically about the workers not knowing about the risks themselves, but about not knowing the risks in general. As far as, you know, if we do this, it might melt down kind of thing. Um, so obviously it would be a risk to them personally, but basically it was more about the public confidence. So they figured if the workers knew that there were more serious risks than what they were letting on, that it would get to the public. And that would seem to be the primary concern. All right. We'll and see. then they all died. I mean, the what, how much does the public know really about this stuff? Because, I mean, there's within 20 miles of Keene here, there's that plant in Vernon, which I just looked up. Uh, Vermont just gave them a 20-year license renewal. Whoa, hang on. When when was that posted? <clears throat> uh, the 21st. Because as of like a month ago, okay, so now is the 27th. It says, Montpelier, Vermont, federal regulators on Monday gave the Vermont Yankee nuclear plant a 20-year license renewal despite calls for reconsideration wow. following a nuclear disaster in Japan. That's actually big because we were expecting them to actually be shut down. Everyone was sort of kind of betting on it. So clearly the populace knows nothing. Caller, do you need to hold over the break for uh, further thoughts? No, I'm good. All right, thank you for the call. So that's, uh, I don't know how to do that here. <laughs> Push more buttons. Push them now. <laughs> All of them at once. So that is pretty interesting about the uh, nuclear power plant in Vermont. And we can do a little more details on that when we get back if you want. 603-435-1105. Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. Welcome back to Free Talk Live, the show that you control. This is the Sunday night edition with no co-host whatsoever. We have no idea what's going on. There is Call nobody in. in the studio. Shh, quiet you. Sorry. Call in at 603-435-1105 and say whatever the heck you want, so long as it's not naughty, naughty words, or we will kill you. <laughs> Ryder's also here. And Andrew. And I'm Puke, in case you hadn't picked that up yet. And we've been talking about the nuclear... Holocaust. Things. Doom! Everybody's been talking about the nuclear things for several months. There's a rush on iodine. Zombie robots everywhere. Potassium iodide or whatever. People are rushing the stores to get it. To All I know their... is Japan is filled with Godzillas and zombies. What's happening to Hawaii? Didn't they get like a one-foot um, tsunami? Oh, yeah. they Like California got hit by the tsunami sort of too. Obviously not as bad. There was a little wavy thingy. Hey, we have a caller. We have a caller. Caller, go. <laughs> Hello, how are you gentlemen doing? Hi, caller, what's your name? Vince from Indianapolis. It's Vince. Are you listening on the internet? Yes, I am. Amazing. Continue. <laughs> Listen, I was just uh, was watching the uh, thing on the Fox Channel TV. You're watching the thing on the Fox? they're talking about um, Japan might call in all their debts, and they hold a lot of the United States debt. Sorry, they were doing what about debts? Japan is... Probably seriously considering calling in their... 
calling them debt. debt. I don't know what that means. That they hold from the United States. As in, the federal government would have to pay all the money that we've borrowed from the Japanese government. And how much debt do they hold in relation to it? As in, couple three trillion dollar hit. Yeah, Mm, that'd be bad. You know, and then what are they going to do with all these auto plants around here? Because one of the first things that they did do after this, um, the earthquake and then the tsunami hit, the 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 the, Factories from Japan started shutting down. You know, they basically just started, you know, saying, hey. Right. Well, they shut down because they were flooded and dead. Apparently, Japan is the third largest The ones here in the United States were the ones that were getting, you know, they've gone reduced work weeks and furloughs and layoffs. I guess the way the world economy works, if one country uh, gets hit and they're doing a lot of manufacturing of certain industries... It's going to affect the whole world. Or if, or if like, 40% of the parts that you need to build a car in Kentucky are made in Japan, and mm-hmm. Japan gets hit by an earthquake, you're not going to get any parts in Kentucky, and therefore you're going to have to slow down. Yeah, I just saw a headline that uh, Ford and Chrysler are no longer selling red and black vehicles because they can't obtain the paint because it's from Japan. Japan, but... Uh, Good. You know, the There's worst... too many red cars out there anyway. But uh, the worst thing about uh, Japan <laughs> is that that city up there, I can't think of the city's name, but... Uh, Tokyo? They, uh, no, it's... That's the only uh, one I know. <laughs> really? It's, they're north of Tokyo, but there's about a million and a half people there, and they're without water. Now, how long are they going to be able to survive without sustainable water? Three days? I mean, you can't you can't live without water. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's a good point, Collar. We're here complaining about the fact that we can't get black cars and iPads. But mm-hmm. they're over there. Yeah, dying. Yeah, not being <laughs> yeah, able to dying. drink water. So, I mean, unfortunately, I, I mean, there's not a whole lot we can do right now. I mean, we can donate, but the donations have to get filtered through some bureaucracy, not necessarily governmental here, but then they probably go to the Japan government. Am I right? That's right. So, but, you know, they, they're talking about, you know, desalination plants there, but the, they tried those there, but they said the water's too cold. They can't, you know, desalinate the seawater. What is desalinate? It takes the salt out. Remove the salt, yes. It takes the salt out. I mean, in Saudi Arabia, they have several uh, desalination plants there. But Are they because s- the water is warm, they can get it out. But when the water is cold, you know, you, you got to have the bleaching agents. and. So, they're, mean, it, so it, they're still trying to use seawater to cool the reactors there? Because I thought they were almost kind of back-powered up, but maybe not. Well, there's, uh, my understanding was they're still doing that because the water's cooler. All right. Because you know, that comes from the, the the Arctic Sea up there. You know, that's, that's cooler water, I mean, because they... But they're also trying to desalinate it over the past years, and they, they've never succeeded at it. But well, the other the- thing I think Japanese have is that their technologies may be far more superior than what we can offer... And they're going to ask for their, our, us to repay our debts to them. <laughs> I can't find any Japan. I can't find any big articles that are mentioning that Japan wants uh, the U.S. is to pay their debt. But then again, I always think about who are all these countries holding this huge debt, and why aren't they asking for it? Because I feel like I mean, it's just keeping growing the national debt, right? Yeah, but I mean, but uh, this is not something they're going to talk about over the television or over the airwaves. Because that, you know, a three trillion dollar hit 
to our economy, you know, they're, then they're going to have to pick and choose what they can and can't. And not only that, yeah. think about just the overarching economic impact of so much industry being shut down in Japan. I mean, think of all the cars yeah. that should be imported that you're not be able to get, all the electronics. I mean, are the prices of electronics rising right now? I'm sure they are. Well, we mm-hmm. will see what happens. Call our other thoughts. No, I was just going to say, um, I don't know if you ever watched that Judge Napolitano. Yep. Someone called him Eddie Munster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched the show, but he does look a little bit like Eddie Munster. <laughs> well, we saw him in person last year. <laughs> huh? He was at uh, Liberty Forum 2010 up in New Hampshire, up in Nashua. Oh, yeah? All right, caller. Anything else? Okay. Well, listen, you gentlemen have a good evening. All, All right. Thank, thank you for the update. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. So the worst part is I, uh, people can't get iPads. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting one from work. No! I don't think I'm going to get one. Wait, you're supposed to get some for work? Yeah, my work is supposed to give out iPads to all the people at my level. But Wow. They could probably so, get first generation I doubt ones. it's going to happen pretty crazy. Now. Are they not going to get first generation Well, they ones already now? released a few to like maybe a dozen people or two dozen people. Right. That was the first wave of them. What the hell do you need now, an iPad for? I honestly have no idea. I don't know what it does that my phone doesn't do, and it seems like a large version of my phone. It basically is. Yeah. But, but you I carry have one. yours around like it's your baby. Like it's my baby? Yeah. Yeah, you had it in the movie theater yeah, you today. Yeah, the movies today, and you're just carrying it what around the outside hell? the movie theater. If you paid $700 for something, wouldn't you carry it around well, like a baby? That's a good point. I wouldn't pay $700 for that. Why not? It works <laughs> well. Because I got a phone like for free that does the same thing. <laughs> So, yeah, but but your screen isn't big enough to see porn in like eight yeah, and a half. Wow. Wow. Okay. Capability of the iPad I don't, is much more superior than the Android. That's over the line. Isn't that why you got it? <laughs> Pretty sure that's anyone buys an iPad. I got it to do research. There are other uses for this thing. <laughs> I had Wait, no it idea. Do, it can do research in addition to viewing porn. So at, Apple at the is same saying, time? "How did you get your iPad, Nick?" Apple is plugging a four to five week wait for anyone ordering uh, the iPad now. Those and nerds are going to be. So bored. And I got pornless. it. I got it the day of the release, and I went uh, to the Apple Store. Where? In Michigan. Are you serious? In Grand Why did Rap- you go to Michigan? I think I was in Grand Rapids. You were in Michigan. Area. I was in Michigan. Are you selling drugs way out there? That's weird. I I went I went to the Apple Store to check out the scene. It was at, it was two hours before five. <laughs> so scene. two hours before the release of the iPad, and there were 115 people in line outside Time of day. the Apple store. 3 p.m. Wow. 3 p.m. And people it released at 5 porn. p.m. And so I, instead of waiting outside the Apple store, I drove over to the Verizon store Whoa. at 5 o'clock where there was nobody in line, and I got my own personal customer service rep who hung out with me for like 15 minutes wow. before the release of so, the iPad. I was looking at my watch going, all right. You're smarter than the average Apple nerd. Is she hot? So I bought it at the Verizon store with no weight. Sweetness. I'm smart. Win. All right. 603-435-1105. The music's so loud. <laughs> I can't hear. bum 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 Sunday edition, free talk things. <laughs> Welcome back to Free Talk Live. Call in 603-435-1105. It's Andrew here tonight. Ryder. And puke. On March 27, 1958, Nikita Khrushchev became Soviet premier in addition to first secretary of the Communist Party. Now you know. Thank you for that today in history. Was it even today? Yeah, March 27, 1958. That today in history. 
March 27, 1886. Oh, what's that? Sweeping the world, tearing down all we hold dear. Meet anarchist Mark Burdett. My name is Mark Burdett. I'm an independent journalist, media activist, and a web developer. Like I said, anarchist. <laughs> An anarchist who got nailed at a protest march in the anarchy capital of America, San Francisco. With his police-issued press pass around his neck, Mark was videotaping the protest. When things got so anarchy-y, the police <laughs> had to take control. The police were acting really aggressively. They actually no. broke the arm of one of the protesters who was arrested at the scene. And that's when Mark really... They're just trying to not hold in their aggression. It's good for them. Police oh, that's aggressive. True. No, I think they were holding it in and then they snapped. That's what it snapped arms. it up. <laughs> His own videotape tells the story. So this is on, on Market Street. The police have corralled some of the protesters onto the sidewalk and are arresting them. And at that point, somebody ran by and actually knocked over a police motorcycle right next to me. That was the sound of a police motorcycle <laughs> crashing to the ground. Let's hear it again. <laughs> and this is the last thing. All right. So this guy. So he walks over. Uh, he walks past a bike and it just falls over i mean he didn't bump it i think it was bumped by someone else near him okay and then this uh cop looks over registers it registers in his head what's happening and then the cop starts rushing the cameraman an anarchist wants to see after a policeman's motorcycle gets knocked to the ground i didn't do that i didn't do that i didn't do that and that is the sound of an anarchist squealing like a frightened little girl <laughs> police grabbed me and threw me onto the ground really brutally. Then they bent my thumb backwards till it fractured. The use of force was clearly justified, given the severity of his crime. They charged me with jaywalking. That's right. Jaywalking wow. in the first degree. These cops just need a tank. They need to take a lesson from Stephen That's Seattle. true. If they had a tank, they could kill all the illegal. chickens. Rod Alatori is a five-year veteran of the San Francisco Crossing Guard. <laughs> Should we continue? I'm really, I'm not really sure what's going I on. I thought you loved videos, though. I don't know what's happening. Videos on the radio. So we have a, we have a, uh, now we have a crossing guard <laughs> holding a stop sign. And uh, I guess they're going to interview him, I guess. This is the new, this is the government worker profile. Let's find out. Actually, in Keene, Whoa. they have, in the police station, it's like, Government spot worker spotlight or something, and it's like it's the crossing guard. Yep, <laughs> that's rather than being the parking meter maid. That evil, evil. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Come on. He's got the orange gloves. Wait, please. He's got the day glow vest. He owns his own stop sign, and he knows what happens if anarchists like Mark aren't nailed. Jaywalking kills. <laughs> Mark of course doesn't it does. care. I don't think anybody could really believe that I was jaywalking. Oh, really? This sure looks like Mark Burdett. 
flagrantly jaywalking away from the angry cop at the club. <laughs> and we've established what jaywalking does. Jay He's running away frightened from the angry cop. And I suppose this legal document doesn't say Burdett was jaywalking. Legal document. Of course, legal documents mean nothing to an anarchist. For Mark, this latest run-in is just part of a long pattern of ambulatory transgressions. I don't think there's a, there's a pattern here. Well, we found someone who begs to differ. Mark's mother, Mavis. So, should we keep going? I don't know. I still don't know what's happening. What? Anyway, <laughs> we could go on to something else. It's almost yeah. over. We need to keep. When we Mark, need to push through this. I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> you just broke. Four it. years old. Oh. Our family went to visit the tomb of the unknown soldier in D.C., and we're standing waiting for the changing of the guard. And Mark steps into the area that the rope was protecting us from going into. Oh wait, I've been to that. Have you guys been to that? I have. Yes. They are. Oh wow. <gasps> three out of Woo! three have been to a thing. <laughs> usually, it's me that hasn't been to a thing. That's true. Usually. So they do that. Uh, you barely left Keene, except recently. Anyway, <laughs> they have that ceremony at the Arlington Cemetery, and it's all strict and everything. I actually was there once, and a kid crossed the line, and they like yelled at him. Yes, that's what they do. Like, no, get on the other side of the rope, velvet thing. Just I guess they just say the rope. Barrier. And the maybe? guard turned around. Go on. Put his rifle at the <laughs> ready and hollered at our family, Halt! Step back. As a four-year-old, Mark forced an armed soldier to point a rifle at his <laughs> own mother, proving once again... Jaywalking kills. <laughs> and with so many lives on the line, why didn't Mark just use the crosswalk? I, you know, I, I mean, I was... Spoken like a true anarchist. <laughs> an anarchist... Who got nailed. Nailed him. Nailed him. I got nailed. The author of a new German study suggests that men who stare at breasts for at least 10 minutes a day have lower health risks. Didn't I talk about this at some point or another? <laughs> I don't know. This just came out this month. 500 men participated. You talk about this. Every day. No, study, I was told that it was not true, though. <laughs> of which, I was told that oh. it was a false story. And then I, I think I rebutted that. What's that website? I don't the know. It was on my Facebook. The Onion? <laughs> looks like it's... <laughs> the Onion's a reputable news source. 500 men participated in the study, uh, of which half were instructed to avoid looking at breasts for five years, and the other half were told to gaze at them daily. So first of all... It sucks to be the first half. I'm not sure where they found that first half. If they went to, like, a World of Warcraft convention... <laughs> and it was just like, hey, want to make some extra bucks to pay your monthly bill on the gaming site? Just yes. don't look at breasts. Now, what? I don't know. The study found that the men who looked at breasts more often showed lower rates of heart problems, a lower resting heart rate, and lower blood pressure. Now, okay, does that mean that looking at breasts is healthier than being in the natural state or that not looking at breasts for five years and actively having to avoid it actually causes higher uh, resting heart rate and higher blood pressure. If this were the case in Muslim countries, wouldn't everybody be dying sooner? Uh, I'm they not probably sure. are. The life expectancy in Muslim countries is probably much lower than it, not. That would be my guess. Countries. Wearing burqas and stuff. Perhaps you have solved 
the mystery of the thing, the terrorists. <laughs> the mystery of the thing. Well, they, I'm sure that they w- would. There be I mean, terrorists if, if there were more boobs. If there were more strip clubs in, uh, I've been to those countries and there's nothing to look yeah. at. Not even women. You've been and, to them. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Yes. You did, yes. You did I did an awesome rock though. Now, yes, I did. Now, wait, anyhow, it glows. <laughs> So you what? weren't. It <laughs> might as well. <laughs> you weren't just trapped on the military base. You were allowed to tour, quote unquote. And no. S- oh, so how do you? My know first deployment in Afghanistan, I was a door gunner on the Chinooks. So I I went outside the base and flew about. What is a Chinook? It is a helicopter. Oh, okay. Do you know anything, man? No, I don't know anything. Jeez. All right. Well, luckily there's a break. <laughs> it's a helicopter. But yeah, turns out the Middle East not a fun place. All right. Well, six oh three. Four three five one one zero five. Free Talk Live Sundays. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Free Talk Live. Nothing just happened. It is the Sunday show. We're uh, last segment of second hour in 2011. I don't think you needed that specific. 2011? March. Anyway, <laughs> it's Andrew here. Ryder. Puke. Puke. Did you have uh, uh, something pulled up to read? Yeah, I have the many. Only one doing work. I have. Yeah. What the hell is going on? <laughs> hey, did you know that yesterday was Earth Hour? Oh, we yesterday? could save the planet by turning off our lights for one hour. Wait, yesterday was, Earth, was Earth, Earth Hour. What? Yesterday was Earth Hour? Well, for one hour yesterday. What hour? Yesterday was the day that for one hour, at some point, you were supposed to turn off your lights for one hour. You don't know which hour? No. I, was I assume it was at night. It could have been at noon, but that would be kind of dumb because nobody has lights on usually at that time. So it's no, even more convenient then. But really, I just brought it up because apparently some random article I found from Edmonton, Canada, says that Earth Hour may be losing steam as the novelty wears off, which makes sense because people are smarter than that. And they realize that just turning off their lights for an hour really doesn't do anything, especially when you consider that like right now, half of Japan is on an Earth Hour because they have no lights because they were destroyed by so, God. So Japan, Earth Hour. So Japan is making yes. up for the rest of us. That's what I think. So, I mean, imagine all those nuke plants and electricity not being generated. So saving the planet. That's what I always say when I throw away food at the restaurant. They're like, "No, there are kids starving in Africa. You shouldn't throw that away." I'm like, Good. "They're ma- they're making up for the conservation that I'm throwing away." Plus, are you so going to ship that rotten out. food to Africa? I mean, what the hell does that mean? No. Whenever people say that, they should eat, have finish your plate because the starving kids will. The starving kids in Africa are going to be starving whether I eat food or not. Every restaurant should it's have, dumb. like, okay, do you want to take that home or do you want to ship it to Africa? They should just have an African there to eat your food that you don't eat. That's true. They could do you ship. want to take it home or do you want to give it Every to... Every restaurant needs to hire one African. The problem is that that's illegal. To Usually. hire Africans? No, to, ha- to like, give food away to homeless people. Often places, that's illegal. That's against some sort of sanitary According laws. According to Seinfeld, Hoo-ha. they get very upset if you give them just the muffin stumps. That's true. I've heard that. They want those the are the, those are the unwanted top of the muffin you to you. Can't fool them. <laughs> muffin stumps. Just because they're homeless, they should you bake think just the tops. Any, anyway, but anyway, so that means that like Iraq and Afghanistan and anywhere where there's currently wars going on, they're also doing great for the environment because there's no electricity being used. I thought that was just a funny thing. That was your news story that yesterday was Earth Hour. That was one of them. Continue. Now to I'm number glad he sat back two. Down. 
So what? Uh, the FSP, including a video clip that you took, Mr. Ryder. Oh, he's uh, famous. Being on John Stossel. Your thoughts, Nick Ryder? The FSP included a video? Oh, you mean the FSP. The topic was the FSP, the Free State Project. Right. Giving a little backstory, then Fox Business News has a show with Stossel on it. Called Stossel. And recently, his and that's it. his topic on the show was anti-government or more pro-freedom organizations. And he interviewed several people, one of them being a spokesperson for the Free State Project. We should all get Stossel stashes. Mustaches. I can't grow one. And during part of the interview, they did play 20 whole seconds of one of my videos on national TV. Didn't give me any credit or anything, but they did call and ask me, which was nice. And what video was it? That was the video of an arrest that happened in Nashua during a Liberty Forum. Ah, so uh, yes. I'm not sure yes. how it's relevant to the listeners, but it was kind of awesome that well, my video I think got that played. Yeah. The, uh, the whole 13-minute thing with Chris Lawless and Christine Heller was just uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Like publicity and a plug and all that stuff. Okay, and then well, where where can the listeners find this video if they would need to watch it? On oh, the Jesus, interwebs. I, <laughs> I found well, it on Facebook. Actually, if you go to freekeen.com, oh, yeah. it's like the second blog post currently. All right. And if it's not, then it's the third or fourth. Or you could probably just YouTube. Just FSP, scroll down, damn it. Stossel. Anyway, so you guys watched it. Any thoughts? Uh, I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, they I got some really great good. publicity. Uh, they mentioned some cool stuff. Like Chris Lawless, who was the man being interviewed, the spokesman for the FSP currently, did a great job. How do you think audience questions work at things like this? Because it really seemed like they were scripted, but that well, could mean one of three things. It I could mean know. that the audience I don't came have any with, idea how that stuff works. Because the guy stands up and goes, where are there 20,000 free jobs in New Hampshire? Oh, right. Which, well, of course, is a ridiculous question. But people like, are dumb like that. They think that you know immigrants are going to come to America and take all our jobs well, and thus not, not that, create but, any new I mean, if, you know, say the guy has a steady job and... and Ohio, or whatever, wherever he was from. Or Illinois, where the Caterpillar, Caterpillar Incorporated is thinking of leaving because they're being taxed to death. That has nothing to do with anything. Right. It People does, actually. say he has a steady job, and maybe he would consider moving to New Hampshire, and he doesn't want to have to fight for a job with 20,000 other people. It is a valid concern. And yeah, maybe his... Uh, his permanent, like his, Yeah, if they all moved at once. Well, it's a fair question, not. but the, the idea that jobs are finite, and that there have to be 20,000 available right. his jobs logic open, was flawed. Right, that's what people don't understand is that when people move to an area, they area they create more demand for jobs. Right, or create new jobs by opening their own businesses and such. They either open their own businesses or create demand for more people to be hired to fill the services of uh-huh. whatever happens to be going on. Indeed. So but I thought it was it was neat. It was kind of neat to see that stuff on there. What did you think about the end of it when they said when Stossel asked, "Who thinks this is a good idea?" And then he said, who thinks this is a bad idea? They were like, one person raised their hand for the good and two for the bad. Well, <laughs> and something that, like that. that the other 500 people in that audience or however many people they had just sat there and stared. They like, were watching a different show. Maybe yeah. they should have prompted the audience that they were going to do something like that yes. then. <laughs> I'm sure most of them were just like... Because the camera panned the audience well, and I was if, like, what? It's like it's TV. like if you're playing Who Wants to be a Millionaire, like, I'm going to ask the audience. And you ask them the questions like, 2%... Three percent, one percent, one percent. Well, if, yeah, nobody if, voted. If they're like the audience for most uh, TV shows where they have a live studio audience, where it's like at Universal Studios or something in California, they just say you can be part of the audience. Show up at this time, and first five hundred people that get in get to watch. And you know, half of them are just there because they're like, "What the hell? Let's see it." They, they're not fans, or they don't know what's going on. They're just sitting there, and they're like, "Oh, this may or may not be cool." Well, then they somehow see, had, then they somehow had audience questions. 
of uh, some sense. Although there was one guy in the audience that said, I'm a free stater. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe he was planning the move. Yeah, yeah. he claimed he was. See, I just, I don't know how it works. I I just, I know some shows are like that where they just take people off the street and those people don't really know what the hell they're doing. Do you not believe he was a free stater? I don't not believe it. Was he a plant? I'm just saying that's what he was claiming that he was. Mm. A student at Edgewater Elementary School in Volusia County, Florida, is being asked to withdraw what from county? The, I don't know. Volusia. That's irrelevant. Volusia? Okay. Vidalia. I don't know. Vitamin? Must be new. <laughs> is being asked to with, She's being asked to withdraw from the school by her classmates' parents. <laughs> the student has a life-threatening peanut allergy. Oh, I heard about oh, this. I did hear about this, too. And yeah. as a result, her classmates are asked place. to make accommodations to no, ensure no. her safety. Some parents of children at the school say the extra steps their children are taking to ensure the girls' health, such as washing their hands or rinsing out their mouths. Rinsing out their mouths? Yeah, see, this is crap. This In kid has... lick her or something? Yes. Children do that? This is like, this one particular individual kid's handicap, not the rest of the freaking world's handicap. Hang on. Are taking away from their own children's learning. <laughs> Meanwhile, the school is standing by its decision to make accommodations for the student. Uh, do your kids have allergies? What's your take on the situation? Well, so you have one kid article. that is allergic to peanuts or some crap. And so because of that, the entire rest of the school population has to accommodate her handicap or whatever. That's what I said. It's and her handicap, it's, not the 11 billion other kids. Yeah. What's funny is people, you know, this is a democracy, so to speak, country or whatever. Sure. Uh so was it majority rules, right? Yeah, yep, I see your yep, point. So the peanut allergy people should immediately die because the majority of people exactly. don't have peanut allergies. Good we point. Ju- the final solution is to kill... Wait. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously, like people talk about how it's a it's a democracy, so majority rules, yet there is one person with a handicap and everybody else has to accommodate them. Why don't they... And this this could be solved if if there weren't government run schools. If there were all sorts of free schools out there, there weren't school districts. Parents could send their kids yeah, the to free, whatever schools the, they the want. Peanuts can go to, to the, the peanut you could have a peanut free school. school. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then then the kids that can eat peanuts all day long, like crazy willy dilly crack peanut babies, they can go to that school and just swim in peanuts. It's like Nobody that cares. site. It's like that site stdmatch.com, where you find your people with the same STD. I also wow. you find people with the same peanut allergy. Sweet you go to school with them. <laughs> Yeah, let's get AIDS. <laughs> no, that's not new strawberry AIDS to help you lose weight. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's Try an inside new joke. Peanut but butter AIDS. but the, I mean, it goes the same with the the rest of the American Disabilities Association, the ADA, and like whatever that was in the seventies. Um, I was attending a community college recently, and half of the building was not renovated because midway through it, they realized that they had to put in an elevator that costs like $500,000 or some crap that no one will probably ever use because it's it's like a two-story building. And just in case there's a handicapped person that shows up once in the next 20 years that that building is being used as a college, they now, have to have an one, elevator. It would be one thing if the girl would die if nobody washed their hands, but there are people in the world other than this one girl with peanut allergies. So yeah. clearly it's a situation just, that's why, been taken care of without having to make the national news. Why does the entire world have to... Adjust them their life Not for that this it's one bad person. It's kind of to wash your hands. This no, story is nutty. I want to continue the story when we get back. Well, we'll be I back have more to rant. Next hour, 603-435-1105. Call in. Free Talk Live Sunday. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. 
Free Talk Live, hour number three of the Sunday show, and we're still here. I'm sorry. 603-435-1105. But we can keep pushing through. Ryder in the studio. And Andrew. Somebody's got to do it. Chuck Norris. Moving yeah. along. <laughs> I just blew your that mind. That was great. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh. Okay. <laughs> now we're listening to a... What would you call this? A nuclear alarm video. Have you heard of? Have you heard this? Yes. This is so old. This is from. Oh yeah, duck and cover. Fifty-one. I'm not sure. This is pretty racist. There's a monkey holding the nuclear weapon over him. How is that racist? I don't know. Monkeys. Be sure and remember what Bert the Turtle just did, friends, because every one of us must remember to do the same thing. Yes. That's what this film is If you is get down about. on the ground underneath a desk, the nuclear explosion. Well, I was thinking about that, and of alive. course that's ridiculous. The nuclear explosion won't hurt you, but what else are you going to do if you see the flash of a nuclear bomb? Usually you just go blind, I think. That's how it works. So you're blind and then you're fine? No, you stay blind and then you die when the shockwave hits you. But if you got under your desk, wouldn't you be a little safer? Or is it just hopeless? Your eyes it's melt pretty hopeless. and your skin explodes and everyone's dead. You you could ask the Japanese, I suppose. Well. <laughs> I don't know if they ducked and covered or not, but a lot of them just died. And then burned alive. And the horrible firestorms. Come at any time, no matter where you may be. My logic is you impeccable. You might be out playing at home when the warning comes. So did every town get air raid sirens installed? And then you just knew when the air raid siren went that you're supposed to run inside and hide? Yes, because I was not alive, I know. I, you're, I don't know. I don't know how yeah, old you are. I have no idea, man. I wasn't... I was born in 82. So ask me stuff about, like, the 90s and on, because otherwise I don't know. Say by the bell, your thoughts. Never watched that show? Well, then you just failed. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> ask me another pop culture reference. <laughs> Uh, Full House. Never watched that show. I hate you. <laughs> Next. <laughs> anyway, so you had uh, other. Well, come on, to... seriously. Let's let's see if let's see if you know. can name a show that I have watched. Name a show that you have watched yeah, that really? was on in the nineties. Family Matters. Uh, maybe Fresh um, Prince. No Home Improvement. What? Oh, yep. Problem? Watched Home that one. Home Improvement was awesome. Yeah, it was. There's one. We d- I didn't watch a lot of TV as a child because my parents lived out in the country and Power Rangers. Does, oh, does anyone else unfortunately, wish I've seen that. that they could become Tim Taylor and just piss off his wife by like fixing stuff and ruining it? No. Fixing stuff and ruining it. I want to do that. I want to turn my ice machine into an ice cannon and my garbage disposal. I want it to eat brooms. Yeah, but that, it ru- well, that would be cool, but I don't know what, why you want to piss off your wife. Because it's funny by doing these things. This is how you entertain yourself. I'd rather just have life. a wife that, that was cool enough. Yourself. I would rather have a wife that was cool enough. Don't that you she wish would you were a that guy that with an unfinished car in the garage for several? Yeah. Uh, caller. Oh, <laughs> oh, mission accomplished. Caller, hello. Caller, you just call me caller. Yes, caller. I hear, voice, I hear the voice of three sexy young men. I just had to call in. It's Mandrick in Pennsylvania. Oh, that guy. Aren't why, you famous? Why are you not here, Mandrick? I'm not sure who Mandrick is, but continue. <laughs> I was just calling to uh, give a shout out to Keem. Uh, just let we you don't do shout outs. Oh, right, that's right, you don't. <laughs> but 
but we'll allow it for you because you have delicious balaclava. Sometimes it comes when you are not in the classroom. Why I you? I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. <laughs> you and your videos. Get away from that YouTube right now, Mister. Complete train wreck with Hugh eighty or and uh, Ryder and Puke on the show. Train wreck. So you just visited Absolutely. New Hampshire. That's what we should for call the show from nearly now on. a week, right? Yeah, I was here. I was there here. I'm like I'm still there. Uh, from you wish. Sunday to Saturday. And he was peddling his delicious gyros and baklava. Yeah. What gyros? Now oh. I heard. I heard a story. I got a gyro and it kept me stable all day long. I heard a story of someone who went into a New York restaurant and trying to be cultured. She said, "I'll have a gyro because that's how you pronounce G Y R O in the term of the food thing." But instead, they gave her a hero sandwich. So from now on, she just says gyro, just like everyone else. What do you think of that, Mandrick? I think you should just call it whatever the hell you want because I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a word Nazi. Everyone always wants to ask how you really pronounce it, and it's like, who cares? Just eat the damn thing. I just call it delicious. Right, there you go. There you go. I, I'm so, my voice is kind of going in and out. Apparently, you know, that's we, so. What well, was that's your why favorite part of New Hampshire, Mandrick. Let me just say, that's why in Chinese restaurants they have numbers and they're like, you must order with a number because they can't understand you. They are so hard to talk to. (laughs) So so I I visited uh, Keene and I visited Grafton and I visited Manchester. Um, Do I really have to say my favorite? Yeah, you have to. You don't have to. You (laughs) absolutely have to. That's 280. It's on him. Mandrick, do you have any other thoughts? Oh, man cold shoulder now come on uh i I would have to say for anybody who wants to come up and visit new hampshire definitely do a tour of the place and figure out the city that's best for you now i know Uh, my mic's not muted and it's it's probably going to be keen i'm just saying all right we win yay (laughs) so what did you like about keen as opposed to the other areas you know i don't i don't want to say the people because then it makes it uh, the other people look bad but man, everybody's so awesome everywhere you go in, in the state when you're when you're hanging out with free staters that's really what i was calling about man it, the one recurring every, every place has its own little vibe vibe but the, like one recurring theme is just how nice and uh hospitable everybody is the one recurring theme i know is that there's not a guy up here that makes delicious baklava that i have access to easily that's all I know. There was until yesterday. Yeah, but then he leaves. I think you and can I'm order. Sad. I think you can order it online. Mandrick, is that true? Oh, I hung up on him. What? <laughs> I hate you. Why? Oh well, We're lost s- the collar. <laughs> A second collar. You're Sorry, on. Mandrick. Nick failed. Uh, hello, second collar. Go ahead. Hello, y'all. Hello, who's calling? This, this is Luther. It's Luther. I just hung up on Former Mandrick, you guys. Yeah. Well, hey, if Mandrick is still listening. I don't know how to work the soundboard. So. He has to hate Nick from now on. Screw that Mandrick guy. <laughs> right. I, I got some of his baklava when I was up in uh, the Grafton. And I just want to give a warning out to anyone. You might want to go uh, down to your urologist afterwards. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. I had this sore on my lip the next day. <laughs> STDmatch.com. I I, I asked for a euro, and, and Magic said to close my eyes and open my mouth. And, and like, I, next thing I know, I'm being hogtied. Yeah, you got the Pennsylvania special. That was the wrong, wrong order. Yeah, that's what we do back in Pennsylvania. That's what that's what happens when you're living in Vermont. Oh, that's right. Andrew's from Pennsylvania. Yes, and you oh. left the free state to go to the Socialist Republic of Vermont. <sighs> It's not that bad. I mean, I'd say it's pretty libertarian, if anything. That's true. I'm there every day. Like, it's not like California or 
New York, you know? They're liberals with guns. Yeah, exactly. So, more on the personal life of Luther. What did you do yesterday? <laughs> did you turn uh, your lights yes. off for Earth Hour? <laughs> no. You've killed us yesterday... all! <laughs> Good. Yesterday, I was like, oh, I have you know nothing to do today. I'm going to go downtown Burlington and check it out and kind of get to know the place. I put on my coat and shoes and everything, and I took one step outside, and it was so freaking cold that I just went back inside and was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm sure there's something on this. That's why the coat factory is there in Burlington. Actually, that's in New Jersey. Oh. No, it's up there, too. That's well, sad. Yeah, but the, it's from Burlington, New Jersey. Right. Any, Burlington any other, any other thoughts? They don't need coats. Any other thoughts? Caller? Yeah, why did you call in? Why? <laughs> I was peer pressured by uh, Andrew. What? All right. Sounds good. Oh. Thanks for the call. He's going to hang up what on you now. On people? Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> why do you have access to the buttons? You're fired, know. Nick. Yeah. Puke should take over the buttons. Puke, continue with the next story you had. What? I mean, puke should take over the buttons. I wish Mandrick would call back because he was he yeah. didn't get Mandrick. Stuff. You should call back. Who cares? It's just I. What are we just gonna give him a fellatio over his baklava for the yes. next hour? Yes, it's not a big it's deal. That good. It's just baklava. <laughs> okay, Man. I had it once. It's okay. Um, so engagement rings. What about them? I, I hear music, so. Uh, I guess we'll talk about them coming back. I hate the ADA. I still hate it. We're going to call 603-435-1105. Free Talk Live Sunday edition with Ryder, Andrew Puke, and Chuck Norris. Madrick.com. Delicious. No C. Welcome back to Free Talk Live. Call in 603-435-1105. This is Andrew. Ryder. Puke. All right. I have a scenario for you guys, and I want your opinions on how bad of a person I am for doing what I did. You are Satan. Okay. End of story. No. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to the store up here in New Hampshire where we get a lot of snow. Sometimes the parking lots of these stores are covered in snow. Mm. I pull into a nice open spot up front in front of the store. And there's no expectant mother sign or handicapped parking sign or anything like that. There's expectant mother signs? They don't have them up here? No. I don't know. I've seen them. Anyway. I've never seen one in my life. I think I stole one once. I don't remember. So I pull into the spot. I get out of the car. I look back at my car as I click the lock thing as I'm walking away. And I see the faint outline of the handicap symbol underneath my car. Right. But it was kind of covered in snow and I couldn't see it while I was pulling in. I don't go back and move the car. I just go in a store, do what I got to do. If I'm there for two hours, who cares? Anyway, how bad of a human being am I? Not at all. Okay. What would you guys do? Would you, <laughs> would you move the car? Or would you... How many other open spaces were there? Uh, Usually, but uh, doesn't matter. Usually <laughs> isn't the closest one in the line the handicap spot, though, so you should have kind of known. What time of day was if it? It was wide open. Midday. It was wide open. Grocery store. I don't know. I mean, how long were you in there? Two hours. Two hours. Uh, what? You were not working. in the grocery store two hours. I was oh. at work. You parked your work truck there? No, my car. Oh. How know. many other How many other spots were there? Like handicapped the, the, spots, did you oh, see? Could have parked. There was at least one or two other handicapped spots that were open. Uh, you know, statistically, I think that there's probably more than enough handicapped spots that you're not going to be taking up any. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I was actually more curious to see if I would get hassled by the store or the cops or anything like that, because I knew I'd be a while. Right? Yeah. And I was kind of curious if I'd walk out to a ticket or something on my windshield. And I just wanted to argue it because you couldn't see really the handicap thing underneath the car because of the snow. Yeah. I think you had plausible deniability. And you're an ass. I have to Fair go enough. to court. <laughs> I have to go to court tomorrow for a parking ticket. Ooh, tell us more. I guess I don't have to go, but they always like to use the they always like to use the term you asked for a trial, right? And I'm like, I didn't ask for a trial. I denied the ticket, so you guys scheduled a trial. Um, someone parked my car in a no parking zone. A temporary no parking zone, by the way. During Pumpkin Festival, they shut down some of the roads. Uh-huh. Uh, and just say no parking. And it was early in the morning, and by early I mean like 11. But <laughs> there was not a bunch of cars and traffic and foot traffic at the point. So I parked. I was out of my car for like 12 minutes. I come back and I have a ticket. 15 whole bucks. That's what it is in Keene. Mm. Um, so I go into the police station and say, well, I have this ticket. And it says I can come here and get a court date. And the lady says, you're asking for a court date? And I said, well, I have this ticket. And it says I can get a court date on the on here and she said well were you parked in a no parking zone and again i said well all i have is this ticket (laughs) and it says i can come for a court date so they scheduled it this was okay pumpkin festival is october it is now march and tomorrow is my court date for this ticket i'm not sure what's gonna happen i might have accidentally admitted to doing it in an email to the prosecutor but they can't admit emails because I can prove that emails can be faked or photoshopped. Or Actually, emails are like the easiest thing to fake in the world. Okay. So it can't be admitted as evidence. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yes, you will. We have a caller. You know, the other thing, too, is like a oh, lot of handicapped we'll people, talk first. They, can, they can walk. It's true. If you have, you know, people get handicapped placards for having like depression and stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> caller. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? I'm okay. How are you? Nick is depressed as Wonder- usual. Wonderful. Um, um, I work in a grocery store. Well, who uh, is this? Uh, for, grocery store worker. My name is My name is Brandon. I uh, I live in Bakersfield. Okay. California. Sorry, and hopefully, I'd like to be uh, uh, um, a New Hampshire uh, free kenyak nice. in the near future. I'm, I'm sure. Um, been with a, been with the grocery store for many years, and and as he said that he parked in the in the the handicap zone. Uh, you know, I've had managers on a daily basis parking in handicapped spots and nothing ever uh, comes comes of it. So do they park there and stay there for their whole shift, like eight hours? Correct. Eight, ten hours, yeah. Managers usually work ten-hour shifts, yeah. What? Wow, your managers are my hero. No, that yeah. is the yeah, is hero. Not, not, <laughs> not a lie. It's, it, that's what they do. It's I, I don't know if they feel like they're above uh, the law of the parking lotters. I don't know. In that sense, but it, it almost seems like they they have to feel the superiority uh, above everybody else. Well, if I if I'm gonna be somewhere for work and I have customers that need to use those parking spots, I'm going to park far away from the door. Yeah, plus it's just that, really lazy. Who cares if I have to walk an extra minute to get to my car twice a day, maybe right. even four times and, a day if I leave for I've, lunch? I've also yeah. had other, I've also had other managers that do park far away also. Okay. Well, that makes sense, but I I would not say one is a hero, Andrew. Well, I look I, down on you. <laughs> when I worked at Sears, <laughs> I was in a, in a big mall area, and in the, a big circumference of the mall, out in the parking lot, there was a blue line pretty far out in the parking lot, and any employees were not allowed to park within the blue line. Hmm. In the park in the mall? Yes. Any employees of any store in the mall? They had to park outside of the blue line. Okay. 
it made sense. And plus, the mall got pretty busy sometimes at certain areas of it. Right, like you know, like you said, if you work there and your your car is just going to be parked there for eight hours, why should it be anywhere near the door? Any uh, thanks for the insight, caller. Any other All thoughts? Right, thank you. No, that's it. Thank you. You guys have a good night. All, All right, right look forward to seeing you up here. Yes. Where were we? Thank you. Very much. Where are we? I don't. You're looking at the screen over there. Did you're you not, have some more. You're stories, not pulling Duke? up a video, are you? No, I'm not pulling. I forgot where we were though before the caller. Oh, my parking ticket, I guess. Oh, yeah. But who cares about that? I mean, no, I care about that. We're going to go in. Yeah, They're probably going to drop it if I'm lucky. That the tickets really, what they did was I asked for my, I didn't ask for the court date. I said, I can get a court date, it says. And they fill out a official complaint. But on the official complaint, they just scribble stuff on it like no parking zone uh, and then wrote my license registration number on it. So it's not even a real complaint. I don't know. You know what's awesome about the parking tickets uh, in uh, Keene or New Hampshire in general? What? Is if you have an out-of-state plate Ooh. and you get a parking ticket, you don't pay it, they send you a threatening letter in the mail to your residence where the car is registered to. So in my case, Pennsylvania. Okay. They send me a threatening letter saying, if you fail to make good on this parking ticket, we will not renew your New Hampshire registration. Are you saying that you did that? Which you do not have because we just mailed this to your Pennsylvania registered car address. So are you saying that you have parking tickets you haven't paid? Oh, yes. I have like three or four. Amazing. I know. They can tow your car eventually. Whatever. All right, then. <laughs> Whatever. I haven't, I, I've paid for parking maybe three times since I moved to New Hampshire. Okay. Ooh, he just doesn't give a damn. Want to learn about engagement rings, Nick? Yes. We can uh, so. briefly touch on engagement rings, I guess. The the article's longer than that. Go ahead. I don't. You're the one who wanted me to read it prior yeah. to the break. You were like, "Hey, I'm panicking because I don't have prep." And <laughs> we covered you know, all puke, of my prep in the prep. first segment. <laughs> so. I didn't. I keep finding more because I work. Continue with the engagement. Not rings. really, but anyway. So I found this thing. Sounds kind of neat. Five things to know about engagement rings. One, they're ringy. Um. Let's see here. Number two. Two. Number in a circle. Number two. So so the article starts, so you've made the proposal, or you're getting ready to, and it's time to pick out an engagement ring. This is serious stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Don't forget the last item. It'll come into play shortly. And here comes the music, so we'll get to the rest of it here. Starting with number five. What does she want? Who is she? I don't... What, do you want me to read the whole thing the before the break? We have like Pet another... Pet Antonio your collector. What does she normally wear? If she has any diapers, are they solid? <laughs> 603-435-1105. Two segments to go in the Sunday edition of Free Talk Live. Unprofessional. Free Talk Live Sunday edition. We have engagement ring story coming up. But first, it's Ryder and Andrew. And Puke is preparing. I was getting prepared. And we've gone the whole show now without plugging the website. So it's what website? The freetalklive.com is the website. Who? You can listen live. You can uh, visit the shrine of listeners. Female Female listeners. listeners. You have to make sure you say that. Cam, you can view the cam at cam.freetalklive.com. If for whatever reason you're not watching live right now on Sunday, you can watch live tonight or any night of the week at cam.freetalklive.com. And most importantly, amp.freetalklive.com is a voluntary donation to the show, which gets you access to the amp-only archives. And that's just about it. Another stuff and whatnot. 
So, puke. Hey! What do women want in an engagement There's five ring? five things you should know about engagement rings or some crap I found somewhere because we didn't have any other prep. So, because <laughs> we are unprofessional. Number five, what does she want? Pay attention to your fiance's jewelry collection. What does she normally wear? If she has any diamonds, are they solitaires or set with other stones? What's her birthstone? I don't understand any of these words. <laughs> Beware the classic, oh, I really don't like diamonds, they're so expensive, etc. Statement. She may honestly mean it, but when it comes to an engagement ring, she wants many, many African people to have died in the uh, procurement of that diamond. That's, I made that up. I was going to say this, but diamond from cracked. I'm going to throw in my own opinion here. Diamonds are really expensive, and they shouldn't be, because they're a controlled market. Thanks to the beers and all that stuff. Yeah, we all know the diamond 9-11 truth, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> the diamond 9-11 truth uh, I knew there was a conspiracy in there somewhere That involved diamonds Probably the Jews Wow What? I'm pretty certain they're responsible for everything that's gone wrong Yeah, sorry ever. about that guys How about ever. you go How about you go engagement so, shopping Engagement ring shopping together Is that not a thing? Let's see here but Anyway, in the end this boils down to okay, your own pers- for I don't know everything. I've never bought an engagement ring. I'm just reading a story because you didn't have any prep. (sighs) Boils down to your own perceptiveness. If you want your proposal to be a surprise, do not expect the old, (laughs) let's just, it was capitalized, I had to say it that way. (laughs) Let's just go look at some rings for fun bit to work. Women are in general smarter than we are guys. Oh, I don't agree with that statement. Some (laughs) women are, some are not. I do not speak in generalized terms, unless it involves the Jews. (laughs) Someone's going to take me serious if I don't stop, so I'm going to stop. People don't understand my form of humor sometimes. Keep going. Because I have no boundaries. Distortedview.com. <laughs> when you think... <laughs> uh, Equal plugs for other podcasts yeah. in addition to the one we're on. <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess they are a direct competition, but they don't do stories about news. They're not in or, direct competition. Or they're, It's not a serious website. Podcast. I've been through, I don't know... How many how many liters is this monster energy drink? Because no it is no. all the caffeine in that thing is screwing my brain up right now. I I'm so tired yet awake. All right, number four, whatever. Number we're on. four. What do colors mean? When you think of a diamond, the image that usually leaps to mind is of a perfect colorless stone which refracts light and blazes as if lit from within. Number three. In re- <laughs> in reality, only the tiniest fraction of diamonds are colorless, and unless you've just covered Bill Gates, you're long moving along. So anyway, diamonds come in different colors, like. Uh, brown and goldy ish colored. So do t-shirts. Number Those three. Are generally... I bet all girls want brown diamonds. Number three, get set. The setting for your stone is. <laughs> I like the way you're just Did staring you me down article? like you. No. <laughs> I He's get... trying to, but you won't let him. I know. <laughs> like hanging out all night, interrupting puke. All Andrew, how many times has he said we don't have prep and panicked tonight? It's been at least twenty-three. Yes, I've been counting. And here I have prep, and you're like, no, I hate it. So I'm going to continue. Here we have callers. No, I hate them too. Nick, you're fired. The setting for your stone is at least as important as the stone itself. A good setting will enhance the appearance. Oh, he's got a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, you need one that lets the uh, light flow through the diamond. Flaking a pale yellow diamond, for instance, with a pair of loud brassy rubies can create a custom jewelry effect. I don't understand any of that words. (laughs) If you don't Number two, it, nobody what, is following along. What kind of band? 
This is just filler. Nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> Suicide pact in five. Four. Your father and grandfather had it easy, chum. Before the late 80s, you would have been hard-pressed to find an engagement ring made with anything but 10 or 14 karat yellow gold. Pretty much gold standard. It actually says rim shot in the article. I had to do it. Now there are yellow gold, white gold, alloyed with nickel or palladium usually, platinum and others. I suggest titanium because it will never fail. And it's lightweight. Like steel. And they have to cut your finger off before they can get through the ring. It's I had crazy. a golf club made out of that stuff. It's pretty fancy. I like it. Again, this is a time to pay close attention to what your prospective fiancé chooses for herself, but don't necessarily look in her jewelry box. Look at what she actually wears. There might be things in the box that were gifts that she doesn't really care for, like a severed finger. Keep in mind, also, the colors of any other stones planned for the setting. Are you watching a video over there? Nope. Oh. And finally, the biggest issue of all, wait for it, real or man-made? Man-made synthetic diamonds have surpassed the natural kind for hardness and flawlessness in recent years as the technology used to make them has leaped forward. Unfortunately, they still suffer from the stigma of not being the real thing dug out of the earth by poor African nation men. So was this article funded? Stuff. Was this article funded by, by the Jews? By a bunch of engagement yes. ring sellers? <laughs> yes, the Jews. Uh, actually, this is on Seven News, the Denver Channel. Scott the bigot should call in. So basically. Do your research. Hey, what's happening over there? Shiny things. Well, I tell you, if I did it that way, is this the woman that's like singing the national anthem or something? No, they probably don't have good audio here. But this guy's trying to propose to this woman on the middle of an NBA floor. Oh yeah. Does she say no? Oh, she's leaning over. She's she's whispering in his ear. He's holding out the ring. She's whispering in his ear. I slept with your brother. <laughs> oh, she's running. She's running oh, off. Oh, yeah. See, that's the that's thing. The mascot stuff. is like, what is going on? What are you doing? How do you like that's that? why you never propose in front of 40,000 basketball fans. So YouTube uh, proposal, like marriage proposal fails or whatever. So that was <laughs> I'm my, sure there's many of them. You can avoid this completely by going ring shopping together. If you're actually going to want to get married to someone yeah. and have a... Symbol of your marriage that I mean, you know what are cooler emeralds? Those are actually rare. The point is, I like them. They're green. Too. How much sense does it make to go surprise someone with, "Hey, will you dedicate the rest of your life to me and make the decision right now?" Does that make sense? Not really, especially not in front of a televised studio audience. Oh, that's like the that ro- most romantic way to do it, though. I guess. I Andrew? recall one time uh, <laughs> I was with my girlfriend. And we were walking around a shopping district in Sarasota on like a barrier island. And we started looking at engagement rings. I did not start looking. I was forced into looking. And Ooh, when I saw forced. the prices of these things, holy crap. Did you slap her? I wanted to. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you could you could go get something like useful, like a piano. Yeah, see, that's the thing. about you, a, you, a lot a of guys spend a lot of money on that stuff. And Some girls like, like pianos. I don't know. A car. A house. Something useful, but... I don't know. People like jewelry. What are you gonna do? Hey, it was just ridiculous. Hey, but, Andrew. But the yes. price what of color? the ring, Andrew. The price of the ring is direct in comparison to how much you actually love her. Don't they say it should be like three months worth of your salary? I, Which I don't know. Would be nuts. I I believe I've heard that. It's something like that. But Insane. when I when I flipped out when I saw the prices, her rationalization was, if you would buy a ring, I would buy you a car. And I said, why what? don't I just buy a car and then you can buy me a car? Was she yeah. And then we'll both have something useful. Right. Hey, Andrew, what color do you hate? 
I don't know. I don't hate any colors. You don't hate any colors? What about you, Nick? Do you hate any, do you have any yellow? like hated colors? Yellow? I'm not a fan of yellow. You don't like yellow? Not really. Why is that? Uh, I'm from Pittsburgh and everything's black and yellow or black and gold. Oh, there's a lot of that's unfortunate because there's a lot of crap up here that's black. Last and gold. segment, like everything you design is black and yellow. Yeah, what about blue and yellow? Last segment that's they asked up, me to Andrew. Make it. Do you oh, have my any, logo's black and yellow. Do you have any stories for the last segment coming up? Uh, I can make one up. I we hate can chartreuse. Make one up for the final segment because it has the word char and or- truce in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. 603-435-1105. We will answer the phone for the final segment if anyone wants to call in. Free Talk Live, Sunday edition with Ryder. Free Talk Live, 603-435-1105. Moments remain in the show. Sunday edition with Ryder. And Andrew. Oh, my mic is on. Hi, I'm Puke. And breaking news, a venomous Egyptian cobra went missing from New York's Bronx Zoo. No way! Prompting the closure of the zoo's reptile house until further notice. Holy crap! Wait a minute. Look out! So they just closed the... Gee willikers! (laughs) <laughs> Are you going to mute him again? I'm going to stop. I'm sorry. He's trying to be muted. Did I did I mention earlier that I have a giant can of yes, Monster Energy yes, drink? Yes, you did. It's been brought up several times. <laughs> Staff was alerted Saturday that the adolescent Egyptian cobra... 710 what? milliliters. That the adolescent Egyptian cobra was missing from an off-exhibit enclosure. So he just wanted to run away from his How parents. do they notice when animals like that go missing? Like, are they tagged? or More importantly, how do they know when they're adolescent? That's not funny. I, why doesn't the article answer these questions? What happens if a snake eats its own tail? Hang on. Ouroboros. What was your question? What? What was your question? How do they know when it goes missing? Like, it, well, I guess if it's in a in a when it's not in his cage anymore. Well, if it's by itself, con, but what if respond. they have what if they have a bunch of snakes? You don't think they have any way of tagging and keeping track of which snake is which? I don't know. That's why I ask these questions. It's a zoo. I mean, their animals are probably not worth like five buck pet store Pro- snakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're yeah, probably going to keep track of them. I bet somebody ate it. Staff was alerted. Maybe it ate itself. Yeah. It just ate its own, it tail, its own tail. Just kept eating itself. It's, like, it's, what call, happened? it's called an Ouroboros. Yeah, it's an actual term. It, but I've I don't, heard of it. It probably gets indigestion. Staff was alerted Saturday. At the oh, I already read that part. <laughs> Zoo officials said they are conf- confident the 20-inch-long snake is contained in a non-public isolated area of the building. Well, How dangerous are, can it be? It's only 20 inches. What else are they going to say? Well, 20 inches is a lot. That's because it's tw- deadly? That's, that's more than 18 inches. That's true. Good math. <laughs> Based on our knowledge of the natural history and behavior of snakes, we know it's that actually they just s- under two feet. seek closed-in spaces and are not comfortable in open areas. The Egyptian cobra is most commonly found in North Africa. Its venom is so dangerous it can kill a full-grown elephant in three hours. Whoa! Or a person in about 15 minutes. Holy moly! I know a person with a snake named Edgar that's like twice that big that is not that dangerous. Uh, is it a deadly Egyptian cobra, though? No, it's... Okay, Josh, then. Josh's snake, Edgar. The venom... Which dis- is a boa, right? I don't know. They're not venomous. <clears throat> Neither are you. The venom destroys nerve tissue... It haunts me every day. ...and causes paralysis and death due to respiratory failure. That's frightening. So don't- they should... So for like... Uh, 
instead of lethal injection, you know, the shortage of lethal injection drugs nowadays, they should just, what? like, throw Are a there? guy in the room and then just set a bunch of Egyptian cobras in there. I mean, it sounds like it doesn't hurt. You just get paralyzed and then can't breathe and you die. I wonder if that was the snake in Indiana mm-hmm. Jones when he falls into the snake pit. It was a cobra of some sort. I'm not sure. I've never seen it. Of course you haven't. Oh, my God. I've seen three movies. He did see Back to the Future recently, though. And scholars believe the Egyptian cobra was known in ancient times as the asp. Legend has it. Oh. Legend has it that Cleopatra, the ancient Egyptian queen, used an asp to commit suicide. That's one way to do it. Crazy broads. Puke. Do you have any? What was your favorite toy as a child? Is that a news story? Yes. What was your favorite toy as a child? This just in. Did you have a child, Nick? Did I have, Did a, have a child? Childhood, I guess. I, Did you, I don't know. Did you have a child? Do you have any illegitimate children? Not we that don't I know, know of, or none that I at least support. So, what was your least favorite? Or I don't. I had this or truck. Most I don't know. I had this semi truck. I like to push around. Really? Usually, I was just on the computer. It was like, oh, that makes sense. It's all coming together <laughs> yeah, now. That explains a lot. I bet. Andrew, what about you? Was it what like, age were we considering was, child? I don't know. Well, give me an age bracket. Does it? Uh, uh, thirty. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> My four wheeler. I don't. You had a four wheeler as a child. I was twelve. Oh, that's sort the of child. That's why I asked the yeah, age bracket. If, it does it. The question on this here website, what's got a bunch of questions, didn't doesn't specify. How so. did you find that website? Um. Oh, prep, prep, prep links. Preplinks.com. Okay, well, you Show should prep. probably not have answered that. No, probably not. Away. What kind of music band would you be in if you could be? How? What kind of music band? These band. are meant to create conversations because nobody has show prep. That's Nick, why I'm Nick asking. Nick would be Lady Gaga. <laughs> I would be anything where I can How be the female you? lead singer. Yes. Well, this is getting creepy. What about you, Puke? <laughs> what, yeah. any band? Yeah. Uh, probably Rammstein or something like that. You'd be German. I know, and it'd be awesome because they... Scream in German, they're all like, or something. <laughs> Do you suppose they, like in their in Rammstein's or any any crazy like metal band? Do they have uh, in their writer to have like a giant bowl of of uh, cough drops and lozenges back in their dressing room? I, I imagine their throats something. get tired. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Ricola, maybe. Ask JJ. Ricola. Yes, I will. Give me some more questions. I like awkward silences. What did you want to grow up to be when you were little? That's depressing. I want to answer that. What? I'm oh. still little and still trying to grow up to be something. I remember wanting to something? be a... I wanted to drive a cement truck what? when I was a child. What? Why? Why? I have yeah. no idea. Children are stupid. You can so was I. I know I could. 11.50 an hour. I know. walking down the street and Now I know it to be a horrible job, but I just liked them. They were giant and they have that... Big thing the on the back thing? that spins, and I was like, the mixer? "Ooh, yes, the mixer." <laughs> so you know, other kind you of get truck to sit in the, the cool center cockpit. Oh, I don't think I don't remember ever seeing those kind when I was a child. I've seen them before, but you know, we just had normal trucks that looked like cement trucks. And I think they were what was the brand? It was like, or the the company was like called Cola or something. K O L A. What are you doing with a cement truck when you're a kid? Oh, I just see them. I didn't own you one. Said we had. Oh, I've seen them on the road, okay. I guess. I didn't. This this makes me sad now. So what about you, Nick? What did you want to be when you grew up? I don't I don't know. Everything like it changed on the day. I thought did it'd it would be cool to be a scientist. Did you want be... to be a radio star for a second? <laughs> and now you have been... I locked myself. I put myself in my room with a cassette recorder and I would talk into it. Oh, really? I still have those. We should play them. Oh, that would 
Actually, that would be pretty funny if you had My them. voice is super high. Not that it's not already still, but... It's not that high. Um, so I drive sometimes, and uh, I read, I see these signs, these billboards that are like, 1-800-COP-SHOT. Call if you have any tips. What? Really? It's, a real, it's a real campaign. COP-SHOT. Are they wanting you to shoot cops or report... No, reporting a, a sh- cop shot, and there's also a reward. I thought they had radios so they could do that themselves. I'm <laughs> yeah. very confused. Oh, if you have a tip, so they're going after cop shooters vigorously with these billboards. And well, of course they do. They always protect their own. They don't care about it. Cop- oh. <laughs> I totally had a caller there, so I don't yes, know. Yes, you did, and then I think you hung up on them. Yeah. I didn't hang up on them. I clicked the button that was for the button. line of the Are you caller. sure? You've been hanging up on people left and right. That's too bad. I was counting on that collar to fill the final two minutes of the show. I know. God, what's the hey, most disgusting are food? Are we supposed to read these? No. Are Put that sure? down. Put that down. That's <laughs> what not- is the most disgusting you food you've ever this. tasted, Andrew? Go. Uh, strawberry rhubarb pie. Really? Yes. You don't like strawberries or rhubarbs? I don't like any of it. You don't like pie? It's a trifecta of yuck. <laughs> Interesting. I had it here a couple months ago. I think the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten is spinach. Like boiled Delicious. spinach. No, it's it's this disgusting, like, it makes me want to gag because it's so kind of sour and bitter, and I hate it. Or liver. My mother used to make liver all the time. What? Mm, it's that. hideous. Quiche is the most vile food, I think. Really? What? You don't like quiche? That's just, like, fluffy But eggs, it might though. not necessarily be that it's so bad. It's just that I have a bad experience, whereas I was served it as a child and sort of told, not in an evil way, but, hey, finish it or try it or whatever. Because really of the African kids? didn't want to. Not because of the African kids, just because... Oh, but they're starving. They are starving, and they should have lots and lots of quiche, and they can have all of mine. Whatever my quiche, <laughs> whatever my quiche allotment is, God can send that over to Africa, and I'll go without food that day. That's I'll a good point. Okay. Well, the quiche producers can send that. <laughs> the, quiche, the quiche factory. Yeah. Quiche-rific. Quiche distributors, or, or the cook. If you were in a circus, what would your job be? <laughs> I owned a circus? <laughs> no, if you were in one... Oh, well, I would I be the midget. I just walk the elephant, even though I, I'm not. I'd be the guy that rides a dirt bike around the little sphere. Oh, that would that looks kind of fun. Walk the elephants around. Walk the elephant. You would probably also be the pooper scooper for the elephants. <laughs> well, I anyway, think that job goes hand in hand. I don't know if I would enjoy that so much. We're near the end, folks. So uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. That's for, true. 2012 is coming. Si- oh, okay. Please. Why? Oh, and. Of course, Nick plays some horrible garbage pop song. I'm I'm actually kind of shocked it's not a Lady Lady Googly Moogly song. Real. <laughs> hey Nick, did you pay for the rights to this song? Because I'm pretty certain they could sue the crap out of you. Or not? I don't know. What the hell is this video of? It's just stuff being smashed. This has been Free Talk Live Sunday edition with Ryder. And the puke. And Andrew. And thanks for listening, and we may see you again. If I'm not sued and in jail. You're fired. And if my parking ticket goes okay, we'll see you in four weeks or something like that. Yeah. Four weeks. Have a good night. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. 